the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. All right. It is a Friday. That's a good thing, although I wish the weather was somewhat better. I'm I'm tired. I got up this morning. I didn't know if it was morning or it was just, you know, early night. Because early it was, night. It was nasty looking out. Early night. <laughs> it was amazing. I didn't Rolling know if I could go in. back to bed or not. And then I looked at the clock and it said, Seven fifteen, and it's and I said, "Is it nighttime or is it daytime?" And Early since I had night. gone, since I had gone to bed at about ten o'clock, I figured I had not slept almost, you know, twelve hours. So right, right. I, I got up. Okay. <laughs> okay, did not want to. Matt Smith's here from Riverdale Ten. Hey, now. Thirsty Cinema, the um, of course uh, Cabot Eight Cinema, or your Cinema Eight Cabot. Look, okay, I'll, I'll get the the right way you say it uh we've got riverdale 10 and we've got hot springs cinemas. yes sir you got all of them yes sir. we're working on it we're working on it all of them getting recliner seats slowly but surely cabot's done is that right cabot's done every seat in cabot is a luxury leather electric recliner Ooh, they're nice with a table and reserved seating they're nice put me to sleep cabot's done man that first time you went you fell asleep i did i mean Hey, you got the recliner, you know. Eating those cheese sticks, dude. <laughs> Just tell They you. are good. He loves those cheese sticks. They are good. I think mm-hmm. I finished those cheese sticks in about three or four minutes. There you go. Okay, now I'm no, going to ask Russ to do something yeah. for us today. Can you take this camera, uh, Russ, that's by me, and pan it to the left and pull back and show who we've got joining us in the studio today? Hmm. We've got a new addition to the studio. There, see that camera moving, moving around. Yeah, see moving it moving around. around. It's all big brother. Yeah, he's, now he's going he's to pan <laughs> the camera's out on Facebook, right? He's going to fade back a little bit. There the, you the go. The camera's on Facebook? It's Laura Croft. It's on Facebook, yeah. Laura Croft is here. They're mining our data. There she is. Now, that's, the from, the Cabot, that's from the Cabot 8 VIP Cinema right I there. brought it in from last night. Yes. Takes up almost one whole wall here at the studio. And... Uh, you know what's cool? As you and Zach can speak yeah, to this because he yeah. helped me uh, put it up today. Yeah, Zach, when you walk down the hallway, come into the studio from the front of the of the station. Mm-hmm. You come, you get just close enough that you can look through the door into my studio, and you look up, and she's staring at you. She's giving you those sexy eyes. <laughs> That's what she's doing. She's, as I call them, she's got those Lauren Bacall smoldering eyes. <laughs> oh. The smoldering eyes. But she's. Uh, I had a fun. I love that movie. I'm going to buy it when it comes out on uh, DVD. Okay. I'm going to see the extra stuff. It's good. That was a Cabot 8 VIP cinema donation. Yeah. Do you think that they had, they made enough movie uh, money off that movie, Matt, that they may do a sequel to it? It'll do it overseas. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's overseas box office. You yeah. Know. Okay. Uh, I can only imagine, and Black Panther are really driven by domestic box office. Right. Mm-hmm. But Tomb Raider and Pacific Rim are driven by oh, overseas no box office. Oh, there's no doubt Pacific Rim. Yeah. I, I thought... Here's what I thought about Pacific Rim. If you like the Power Rangers, which I you, do, you will like Pacific Rim. Because as mm-hmm. I watched it, it reminded me of Power Rangers, didn't it? 
Do you? Have you seen it yet? Yeah, I've seen it once, Did but you? not the number two, the most recent one. Okay, you haven't well, seen Uprising? No. Okay, I saw it the night that it opened, and we walked out, and I looked at my uh, my wife, and I go, you know, if I'd wanted to see the Power Rangers, I would have hoped they would have done a sequel to Power Rangers. Uh, Del Toro did Power Rangers. I right, don't know why. Right. I just don't know why. Yeah. But other than, you know, I mean, it's a good popcorn movie. Right. You want, want some, well, uh, you know, fun. It's a fun movie to go see. In, this, in America, you know, for a film to have sustained box office, for a film to have legs, it's got to be a quality motion picture. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the American audience is, is, has has taste. And it, it's got to, it, the picture's got to be there to have sustained legs in the United States. Right. But overseas, you know, especially when you're talking about China and, and, and India, all these new movie theaters are opening up for the first time. Mm-hmm. We're going to get movie theaters in Saudi Arabia. So just the being allowed to go to a cinema and watch a movie in these foreign countries is a big deal. So everything does box office. They're basically right. like me. They just want to go to the show. Yeah. You know, I mean, it, they, they, they haven't been. A lot of these towns in China are getting movie theaters for the first time. Yeah. A lot of these towns in India are getting um, multiplex movie theaters that are operated by foreign exhibitors for the first time. You know, because in India, I mean, up until very recently, they just had one screens. Yes. That's all they had. You know, you have one and screen it wasn't theater. a big, no, big no. screen. So just being able to go to a theater, right. walk in the front door and have eight or 10 or 15 or 20 movies planned mm-hmm. is a big deal in these nations. And they turn out for everything. That's awesome. Well, you so, know, it, mm-hmm. it's like for them when they come to the United States to visit and they walk into a grocery store here. The grocery stores they've got, you might have a three or four things to pick from. It's like you go to the cereal aisle in America and you can spend an hour there trying to figure out what the crap you're going to eat. True. Well, if you if you look at the the hunger for Western culture, you know, they've had rock and roll. They've had Levi's. They've had Harley Davidson's. They've had for, Gloria Vanderbilt for a long time, for a long time. <laughs> right. And and, you know, the 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 fast food stuff have been there for a long time. McDonald's, KFC, yeah. you know. You go to a McDonald's in Saudi Arabia, I mean, it's got marble floors and a waterfall inside. Yeah. And going to McDonald's is a big deal in, in that country because, yeah. you know, there's no nightclubs. You can't drink in Saudi Arabia. So, you know, going to a fast food restaurant is a night out for the family. It's oh. a big deal. You know how cheap so, that is, man? Yeah. I'm just saying, think about this, guys. You can yeah. take your take your woman <laughs> yeah. out, cost you an eight, eight, nine dollars. I'm just Not saying. there. Not there. <laughs> you know, it's gourmet food, you know. Movie ticket in Saudi Arabia is going to be twenty six dollars. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, I'm just, so I'm just saying. Yeah. Okay. So, so having now the Western culture through the movies is such a big deal. Yeah. And and basically, a movie's got to show up in China, India, um, or soon to be Saudi Arabia, and just be an American made film. Right. It's going to sell tickets. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's that's what it's amounted to. I mean, it's just Black Panther is going to be the first American made movie shown in Saudi Arabia. It's just going to blow the doors off. How many mazillions of dollars is that going to add to the Black Panther total? Mm. Oh, you know, mm. because prior to this, Saudi Lots Arabia. Prior to this, Saudi Arabia, the nation of Saudi Arabia, has had one movie screen. It was an IMAX screen in a museum. That's it. Wow. The entire nation so did now, not have a movie theater. Now tell me, yeah, the entrepreneur that you are, right? That you already have your land bought and ready right. to go to put in an eight screen multiplex with, right, with right. reclaiming seats. oh no i don't have those connections <laughs> i don't have that and those kind of connections i just think that's what you need but i can't meet with the saudi prince and let's go 50 50 <laughs> on the theater channel <laughs> not me 
<laughs> You'd make some money over there. I'm just oh, saying. Man. You know, it, it, it's, but you know, if you turn on, you know, CNN, the movie business is dead. Nobody goes to the show anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> that's what they'll say. Doom and gloom, man. It's doom and gloom out there, man. It's just horrible. Everything's you know? doom and gloom know, to those man. people. I know. And the economy you know, is uh, roaring along. Unemployment at a record low. Yes. Unbelievable, man. Go to Hawaii, try to find a job. 2.1% <laughs> unemployment. Unbelievable. They can't find enough qualified people move to hawaii right, yeah. you'll get it hey. you'll get a job hey. you'll be paid well and you'll be able to pay the high prices on hawaii hey iowa north dakota and south iowa dakota huge got too. the same problem man oil buddy problem. oil in north right. dakota if you're if you're sitting montana on your, if you're sitting on your butt in appalachia somewhere <laughs> drawing a uh unemployment a check government check you need to get a you need to hitch a ride to north dakota that puts you to work let me tell you a story got a son uh-oh have a son this happened a few years ago when the um the natural gas boom erupted mm-hmm. dickerson and some of the other places in mm-hmm. north dakota and uh my middle brother lived in gillette wyoming mm-hmm. and my one of my younger sons didn't have a job yeah and against my will he was on welfare Found out that he wasn't welcome at the house until he came until he got okay. off of it. Okay. Uh, hmm. And anyway, I was okay. talking to him and I said, "I talked to your uh, uncle Don, uh, Uncle yeah? Donnie." Okay. And I said, uh, "He's got you a job ready to go in Gillette, Wyoming, driving a coal truck for the railroad, just driving from the mine to the hopper <laughs> dump." Back to the coal mine, fill up, back, $75,000 start a right. year. <laughs> right. I mean, it's how desperate they are for him. I mean, $75,000. I mean, it's just unreal. You I know mean, what they he just, said to me? Right. Can't do it, Dad. It's too cold. Really? And you know what I said back to him? Uh, you the, hit him the, with a taser? No. Oh, okay. I said the, uh, the bank the bank of the bank of Ellswick yeah. is closed. You hit him with a taser, did you? Yeah. Mm. If I've had one, probably. <laughs> but I'm just saying. To tell me I can't take a seventy-five thousand dollar gig because yeah. it gets cold. Yeah, buy some thermals. Get out of here. That's crazy. Buy some thermals, man. Yeah, some thermal get, underwear. Get out of here. Yeah, I, I'll Walmart. buy them for you. <laughs> get in your car and get go. Get on your phone. And just I mean, think about it. Thermal underwear. If too, I man. were, if I you were, them old white thermal bloomers. You yeah, know, they will keep you warm. Yeah, down. with the button up. You know that? Yeah, man. They will, man. Whatever it takes, man. Whatever it takes. If my be up there like Grandpa if Jones from y'all. He was almost on his straw if, hat. If I were truck, out, of, out of work and my brother had called me and said, hey, Dave. And I said, yeah. He says, I got a gig up here. I can get you right into $75,000 a year. You just hit the eject button and go. No, here's what he'd done before he hung up the oh, phone. Oh. Before he hung up the phone, yeah. he would have heard. <laughs> it would have been me. Dave's going to teleport over there like he's on Star Trek. Like, beam me up, bro. Dave is here. Yeah, beam me up, bro. It, buddy. I would have been he gonna be right there. there. I'm in Wyoming right now. Got my cowboy hat on. Got my boots. He's like, wow. I'm ready to go. <laughs> I mean, come on. Now. So he didn't go? He didn't go? He did not go. Wow, oh, man. I'll give him credit. You should have told him about some of the amenities up there. 
you know, you got those face. topless coffee shop drive throughs <laughs> You should have told him about some of that. Crazy stuff. But I, those, I, those eyes, I'm seriously, they got those, man. And those girls are cleaning up. The, I mean, they just the got a little hunt. They're selling his coffee. Here's the the drive through Yeah, it's a drive through And his truck's just lined top, up for miles. Topless, you know. Yes, yes. Coffee place. They're tipping these With gr- the girls always with their bright lights on. Yes, 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 yes. And they're and they high beams making on. Tips. Just it's you. crazy, man. Trucks lined up for miles to drive through there. The coffee ain't even no good. <laughs> coffee probably cold. Here's the key. <laughs> if you're driving one of those big old coal haulers. <laughs> you know it, man. It takes you a half an hour to get down from the cab to get your coffee. <laughs> those things are huge. Seriously, man. They got I mean, them little huge. coffee spots all over up there, man. I'm serious. Yeah. I'm serious. Oh. They, I mean, and just, just waitresses in those restaurants slinging drinks, making a fortune in tips man seriously because this place is full man i mean there's dudes up there working those oil rigs driving those trucks man they going out a lot of people do not think that that's a great place to live it's an that is a well-kept secret it's a great area beautiful there yeah that's god's country up there i mean you get in north if you you don't like snow i can understand but uh yeah it gets cold but it's about two months out of the year it's not like north north dakota right where uh you know Basically, winter starts in late September, yeah. and it stops in middle of June. Yeah, <laughs> north of Fargo is not cool. Goodness. North of Fargo is not cool. No. That is not a I, good spot to I be. I lived in Grand Forks. I can tell you. There you go. I have been bo- I was <laughs> I was born and raised around Chicago, just about 30 miles outside the city limits, and I have over in, thank God, Indiana. But unbelievable Ooh. that it was cold in chicago until it's not I got, great lakes that's great mistakes right until, there. I got, until i got until <laughs> i got north i got the north dakota there, boy and we're blowing out there man i i never early january Woo! yeah you get downtown chicago yes, when the wind's coming off the lake yes sir and it's like a wind tunnel oh the whole man. place yeah you do not want to be there in the winter i remember i took a, a date one time downtown chicago she was from louisville kentucky we met at college. oh louisville's a good town so i take her i take her up there she'd never been to chicago she brought a little peacoat you remember peacoats oh yeah thin oh peacoats? yeah oh, she yeah. thought she's gonna be warm in, in a in a winter in chicago my mother looked at her and she says darling come with me <laughs> take her, my coat here, here take my her, coat you need this. Her, this old this big parka old parka that she had <laughs> took uh Took her down to uh, Chicago. We went to see the Sting. Oh, that nice! Gives you, that nice. gives you a time of year. Nice. Was the State Theater? The Sting down, down downtown. It had been about sixty nine. It, so, it was so cold that we did Dumb and Dumber before Dumb and Dumber ever came out. <laughs> when they had they had their all of the mucus was frozen on their face. That's what was happening Ooh. to us. It was Ooh. cold. Ooh. It was cold. We gotta get a break in. See, it's twenty minutes uh, after two. Hey. We got the man here. Matt Smith is here from uh, all the movie theaters here in the area. We're going to come back. We're going to tell you about the movies. I'm just going to tell you, there's two movies you got to set up to see. Now, there could be three. A third one, if you want a comedy, that's Blockers. But if you want a movie that'll make your heart beat fast, you got to see The Quiet Place. Mm-hmm. If you want to see a great drama, you got to see Chappaquiddick. So Absolutely. we're going to come back and talk about all three of those movies. And I want to talk about the death of Stalin oh, with yeah. uh, Matt because I'm hearing there's really good things to say about that. So Dave Ellswick Show, 101, that's right, 101 FM, The Answer. Yeah, that's my name. Don't wear it out, okay? Good to have you. <laughs> 101.1. So, a, we so, moved up, and well, you know what, you folks in, in uh, 
in uh, Conway yeah. are loving it, man. Really? Thank okay. you for all of the, you know, uh, emails and texts that you have, sent Have we me. got more watt, watts now? Yeah, well, we just got more coverage. More coverage. I'm going to be honest with you. The yeah. watts are less, oh. but the coverage is more. Okay. Because our antenna is on top of the mountain where oh, all okay. the TV antennas okay. are. Okay. We're 650 feet above the level ground about about, pinnacle, about like pinnacle we're yeah up there, we're like way that. up there right. and so nothing's in our way we're so now what's what's 96.5 now um uh, uh, uh just a remembrance <laughs> if you <laughs> well, i was trying to remember all the stations in this building y'all you, yeah I mean, come you on turn now, that, here, you turn that station on right now here here's can you play what they're hearing on 96.5 for me you'll love Sarah? it okay mm-hmm. you know, russ uh, what's on 96.5 Oh, he's loop. got to find something. He's going to play something for you. Okay. So, so you can hear right. it. And that, and, but in this in this building, you've got 101.1. Yeah. You've got 93. 93.3. 99.5. 99.5. Okay. Yep. Yeah. And 96.5 is now? Hanging. Just hanging. It's hanging. It's, to, to, it's, a, it's an information stop. Okay. To tell you still you. Here? here? It's over. <laughs> I love you. Go home. This is so cool. <laughs> Go. The answer is moved to 101.1 <laughs> I FM. Ginger Radio now for breaking news and stimulating talk. The new 101.1 FM, the answer. Tune in for Dave Rap and rock. That's what we'll do, man. All the time. We'll go live in the morning. That's the morning show. You want answers. I want the truth. The answer has moved to 101.1 FM. Change your radio now for breaking news and stimulating talk. The new 101.1 FM, the answer. Tune in for Dave and Paul Harrell, Mike Gallagher, and myself, Ray Lemons. The answer is now on 101.1 FM. I know, you got changing. Oh, I love it. I was listening to all of these Hold on, here's the music. Hold on. The answer man. has moved to 101.1 yeah. 1 FM. Dion, Change your radio from WKRP now for on there. Breaking. Y'all need something from WKRP on there. Down to town, up and down the dial. <laughs> Not like we could fly from 96.5 to a 101.1. <laughs> That's what we need, yeah. man. For real, though. Oh, I love it, man. So that's anyway, great. I love that that's, that's all that's playing right now, okay, 96.5. Okay. So right. we just wanted everybody to, we wanted to give them a whole month to remind them, if you're over here, you, that you need to go to 101.1. That's where gotcha. you find us okay. now. So we've got we've got more coverage. So we're down to Conway now. Yeah, we're out to Conway. Well, we, all the way, you can hear us all the way to Moralton. All right. What about, uh, so we're covering Cabot. Yep. Are we reaching up into Cersei? Uh, tad. Okay. What about down to Hot Springs? Nope. Not Hot Springs. Nope. Okay. Too Hot- many. They got too many freaking hills. All right. What about toward Pine Bluff? How are we Not doing any that way? Not any longer. Okay. What we had to do, we had to make a choice. Okay. Okay. Do we want to be able to go to Pine Bluff uh-huh. or do we want to go to Conway? Well, well we, we want, want to go, go to Conway because that's our measurable Everybody's market. Everybody's leaving Pine Bluff and going to Conway. <laughs> that's our measurable. <laughs> you might as well. <laughs> that is our measurable market. <laughs> you might as well, man. I'm just saying, right? Everybody's right. ejecting Pine Bluff, man. Okay. They're getting out of there, man. For real, though. Okay. Now, I meant, I, you I meant go for too. us to talk about movies when we came My bad. My bad. 
bad. Now we'll talk about movies when we come back from the break. That's Maybe. Coming up at the bottom Allegedly. Of the hour. Allegedly, Allegedly, we will. We're going to talk Allegedly, about that's why we're here. We're going to, we're going to talk about Supposedly. movies. Supposedly. Okay. We're going to talk about movies. And, uh, before, What's next? Because I want to spend some time okay. uh, with Zach coming up, uh, talking back and forth with him, Matt. Because he went this morning and saw A Quiet Place. Right. I went and saw it last night at, at 7 o'clock. Okay. And I'm just telling you, that movie was awesome. Okay, okay. It well, is really good. They gave it an 86 in the Demgaz. Right. I give it a 92. Yeah. Well, we've got it playing in Cersei at the Cersei Cinema 8. It's playing at the Cabot 8 VIP Cinema, playing at the Riverdale 10 VIP Cinema, playing at the Hot Springs VIP Cinema, and if you pop into Cabot, Riverdale, or Hot Springs, every chair in the building is a luxury electric leather recliner with a table and reserved seating. So check that out. You know, got that new into Cabot. You can see, see, sit in those seats and see the movie there. Now, at uh, at Cabot, SilverScreenCabot.com or CabotVIPCinema.com, check out those luxury leather electric recliners with tables and reserved seating every room. All right. We're going I've to got- break. Yep, I got to get Todd Starnes. We'll hear what Todd has to say, pay some bills, and then we'll be back with Matt Smith and Zach here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Back with you here in the studios with Alicia Vanker. Yes. <laughs> tomb, tomb Raider. Sexy here now. She is here. All right, uh, don't forget about PI Roofing. Uh, I was uh, over at uh, Waffle House in Cabot this morning. Okay. Had my three scrambled eggs and a piece of toast and bottomless cup of coffee. I see. Sitting there eating that. And they had a leak in their roof. You all need to call PI Roofing. I'm just telling you. <laughs> call them. Get them out there. They'll take care of your roof. You'll never have that problem ever again. I mean, if you tried to sit at the counter today, two-thirds of it was unsittable because wow. it was leaking from the roof. You need to get <laughs> fixed. It can be done. PI Roofing. But PI Roofing can do the same for you. Look, P.I. Roofing took care of uh, the Cabot 8 Cinema, uh, the roof on top of it. They fixed it. Is that not correct, Matt? That's right. All right. So they can do a good job. All you got to do is call them. They'll be happy to take care of you. You call them at 501-687-6246. And with all the rain we've had today, goodness gracious, I don't know what time it started last night, but it has been raining all day long today. Uh, you can get to them at piroofing.com. Remember, they're open 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year. You call them, you'll get a live person to get you all set up and taken care of. That is P.I. Roofing, who I use when I needed my roof replaced. They did a great job for me. And it was all about uh, a hailstorm for me. But uh, might just because you had a leak already and rain's been falling and it hit the roof and it didn't stop there. It kept on coming, and you don't want that to happen. All right, we got Matt All Smith right. here. He's here right. from the movie theaters, and Zach's here. All right, so for a few moments here, this movie is playing at most of the theaters, if not all the theaters. All of them. Okay, at all the theaters. River, uh, a quiet place, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. Cersei, uh, Cabot, Little Rock, and, of course, down in Hot Springs. It's called A Quiet Place. Emily Blunt is the big star in it. She's a great actress. I really have enjoyed her in all of the movies she's been in. Uh, we were just talking about Edge of Tomorrow with Tom Cruise that she did, which was a sci-fi Groundhog's Day, and they're talking about doing a sequel to that, which I think would be great because it was a, a really a wonderful movie. But uh, it's a great movie. It's uh, a quiet place. Uh, her husband, 
who was from the office, right. is the director and is the male lead in it. Mm-hmm. They got two kids that they cast that were really, really good. Millicent, I think, is the first name of the little girl uh, that plays in the movie, and she does an, it was just a really good job. But it's about aliens that uh, are on Earth, or you think they're aliens. They, they, they've come from somewhere, <laughs> and they're blind, mm. and they've got super hearing. And mm. if they hear a noise, they show up to attack whatever's making the noise. Quickly. And so mm-hmm. everybody is under the gun, and uh, you got to learn how to live and live without making noise. Mm-hmm. Now, you're asking a lot. If people live in the West, I'm just telling you. All right. <laughs> Bottom line. But the underlying theme of this movie is about parenting. Mm. If you have kids mm. as a parent, mm. if you're a parent worth your weight of being called a parent, your number one concern in your head all the time is, I got to protect that child or those kids. Now, I'm going to tell you what, I've known Matt almost 18 years. And he became a different person when his first child was born. Different person at that point. You just switched. It was like somebody flipped a switch on you. Well, you know, you you know, I've I've, you were you lived a single life, man. Well, no, I mean, I've I've I had a plan, you know, and I had had a plan with, uh, you know, Mandy. Yeah. And you know that plan was, you know, and it wasn't Barry Manilow was not included. No. Not at all. Um, no, he's no, no. He's just way too weak. I mean, that dude is so low T. Oh my god, that dude was low T when he was in his twenties. That dude was low T when he was in his twenties. Commercials. That's seriously. Barry Manilow was low T when he was twenty one. Anyway, um, no, I had a plan, man, and that that plan was finish college and get some graduate degrees and build a business. Yeah, and then travel and enjoy life. Yeah, and drive cool cars. You know, yeah, you yeah. know, and and so you know, I I did I that. All you know, cool I, I I went skydiving. You know, yeah. I went bungee jumping. Mm-hmm. You know, I I stepped inside the Arctic Circle. You mm-hmm. know, I did those things. I went to the bottom of the Grand Canyon. You know, I climbed to the top of the, you know, Eiffel Tower. You know, I I did those things, man. I I you know, I rode I rode the boat in 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 Venice. You know, I did that stuff, and got that out of my system. You know, I, I did the bike rally in Sturgis. You know what I'm saying? There you go. Yeah. Now, now you're talking my yeah. stuff. Got the stuff out of my system. You know, I, I went to where they make the tequila in Mexico. You know, you, you feel me. I'm with you. Know, you. I've, walk, been, I've been there. Yeah, you know, walk those beaches in Brazil, you know. And got I that out of my system. that. I want yeah, to. Got that out of my system. Well, for the most part, got out of my system. I want to go to Carnival. And then when I got that stuff behind me, then, you know, it's 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 time to have a family, you know. And, I mean, if you're if you're 21 and you're home with a kid, I mean, that's just sad and pathetic. If you're 41 and you're at the club, that's sad and pathetic. So, you know, e- each in its time. Well, but, you call me. I'm 65 you know, and sit in the club. No, no I'm just kidding. <laughs> I had to take you in and check you out. Creepy. <laughs> creepy. You know, yeah, I'm the creepy guy. See, if you see, if he's at the river market tonight, if you, you know, yeah, seriously, I mean, if if, if you uh, over the age of four, 35 and yeah. you're in a river market past 5 p.m., you need to seek counseling. I mean, you seriously do. You know, you need to get a life. So having done that now, you know, I spend time with my family and we go to Disney World and, you know, Orlando to the uh, Universal Studios and things like that. Mm-hmm. You know, we can go see a baseball game. And Disney play. on ice and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, man. And, you know, we, we travel to, you know, family resorts and do family things. And we'll go see the monster truck Saturday and we'll go to the Travelers Are Baseball taking, Game uh, Sunday. 
head muffs for him? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm a concert goer. I got the real <laughs> protection. That. Yeah. So, you know, it, 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 it changes your outlook on life. Yeah. But if you plan it, you know, I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's. But that's what I wanted to say. Yeah. Your outlook on life. Yeah. Changes. Absolutely. The world doesn't revolve around you anymore. Right. It revolves around your children and your wife. If you do it the right way. That's correct. You know, I mean, I've, I've, I've known people that, it, you know, I mean, I know and our listeners know, too, people that have kids when they were 18, 19, 20 years old. Yeah. And in their 20s, they've got a child, and they're in their 20s, and they're too ignorant to have a child. We all know people like that. They shouldn't have a kid. They're just too young for that. It's just too stupid. Can't do the things they want to do. Well, they can't do things they want to do, but they don't have the maturity and right. the outlook to mm-hmm. look at the child from the quick, correct perspective. Yeah. They don't. And then they're 40 mm-hmm. and lost because they don't have that kid anymore because they went from their, you know doing what their parents wanted to doing what the person that they married the moment they turned 18 wanted to doing what the kid wanted because they had that kid when they were 18 and a now month old. Now they're trying yeah. to figure out who Now they're 40 they? years old, lost, divorced, and they're going to be in a river mark tonight after 5 p.m. <laughs> Of, it's gonna be today. sad it's, it's gonna be today. sad i mean you want to see something that's sad go see some of these local bands like tragically white you know and the crowd they draw and how sad that is those people in their you know past 40 uh out there drinking that liquor and on the hunt because mm. they're single kids out of the house and they single and they just lost i mean it is sad it is sad all right nobody's swiping right on tinder now, see, if when you I, pass 40. See, okay. if, I, if I said that, everybody thinks that I'm being judgmental. It's the truth. He says it, and people say, wow, Matt Smith said that. It's but the I, truth, man. I mean, you know. I, you, I, you I know to, it's the truth. Right. See, I like I've you been being, saying that. I'm just, you at the Motley Crue concert, you're taking your top off. I mean, this ain't 1989. <laughs> you need to cover up, girl. You know, you, you're not in high school no more. You know, you're not going uh, backstage. You, yeah. You're scaring people. Oh my! Goodness. You need to moisturize. I mean, it's just it, it, it's 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 crazy, man. And you're polishing your shoe top. It's crazy. Oh. You <laughs> should not be out here. So you, know? you, you tell me now, Zach. Yeah. Your take on a quiet place? Oh, we're going back to a movie now. Yeah, we're going to go back. to <laughs> See, it allegedly, we're here to talk about that. Yeah, but I love that you're being straightforward about it. I do appreciate that. Right, right. Mm-hmm. But what he's saying plays into the what the. What oh, the it message does. is it does, yeah. yeah, for a quiet place. It's true because, um, like I said, I don't know about being a parent. I'm just 25 years old. But, you know, also as a child, you know, in that situation, you have to understand what's going on around you and maybe help out your parents a little bit, too. You know, you kind of have to mature a little bit faster than normal. Mm. And yeah, um, you better or you'll be D-E-A-D. Exactly. But, um, I mean, I understand that the, the underlying thing about the family part, about keeping everyone together and safe in that situation. And I, I just, I agree. It was a great movie. And to be thrown in that extreme of a situation and be pregnant mm. and then have your water break and nobody else is around and then something else happens. Mm. And I won't tell, tell you because I don't want to break the movie for you. I'm just telling you, spend your money, go see A Quiet Place. It's a great, great motion picture. Yeah. It's got some spooky parts in it. I'm not going to lie to you. It's got spooky parts in it. But the overriding theme of the movie is strong. But when you have someone moving around behind you in the movie theater during a scary movie <laughs> like that, I'm telling you, and a you lady think, got... <laughs> and you think it's the bad boy behind you. I think she was just maybe going to the restroom or whatever, but she got up and her jacket hit me in the head. And as soon as I felt it... <laughs> You're like looking all over the place. Yeah. I'm... <laughs> You, can't do that. you just can't do it. I know you've been bought into the movie. You bought into it at that point. 
you, know, you I, there. I'm wondering who point. came up with the idea for the sound effects of the creatures because that was creepy. It was, and the, plus the close-up shots. Oh yeah. Oh my goodness, freaked me out. <laughs> Nasty. Good See, movie. And again, this shows the high IQ that this man has and how smart he is. He just said he's 25, doesn't have a kid, and he's single. That shows how smart he is. <laughs> yeah. Just that. Just there you go, right there. And doing well. <laughs> yeah. All. Yeah. There you go. And that's what you're supposed to be when you're 25. Guess what he's doing? No kids. No. And, and single. <laughs> he's 25. Right. He's single. Right. And he's learning the business. Right. And that's how you learn the business is not by having do. a whole lot of other, you know, responsibilities that you right. have to deal with. Go to work. Graduated from UALR. Yep. Spend got all the, your time the at degree. the radio Got the learn. degree in. Got the degree in. Mass communication. There you go. Mm-hmm. What I'm talking about. Yep. What you got to do. All right. It's a quarter till three. We'll be back. We got some other movies we want to talk about. You want to see a, a serious drama? Chappaquiddick. If you're younger than... 45 you may not even know the story if you're older than 45 if you're older than 50 you should know this story we'll come back with more in just a moment on the dave ellswick show all right let's continue finish up this first hour this first hour has already gone past it always does man got a pair of tickets to the Circe cinema eight if you'd like to win these tickets be the fifth caller at eight two three oh nine six five that's, uh, of course, 823-0965. You call that number, fifth caller, you get the tickets here, courtesy of uh, Matt and uh, the Dave Ellswick Show. Thanks for uh, taking part in the uh, the show. All right, before I talk about blockers or Chappaquiddick, tell me about Death of Stalin. What What is this all about uh, uh, that we should know about, Matt? Death of Stalin is from IFC Films. It's a cool independent film. It is the highest grossing independent film released so far this year. Mm-hmm. Been extremely popular. It's a, it's just an art house powerhouse, really. Um, it is a comedy uh, about what happens when Stalin dies and who's responsible for what. And it almost has a Keystone Cops type feel to it. And the comedy is somewhat raunchy, you know in a way okay. uh, yeah it, it, it's doing a lot of business people are enjoying the film and i was glad to get it into arkansas as fast as i did yeah All so right. it's it's the big indie hit so far this year i may go see it next week yeah, it's a cool movie okay. it's a cool movie so right. it, yeah and if you're going to come out and check us out you, know, you go to riverdale10.com and of course there you can see uh, our full menu we're serving over uh eight different wines 40 different beers uh cheeseburgers french fries chicken tenders uh pizza made fresh to order pretzels hot dogs corn dogs whatever you want to eat we've got ice cream peanut butter pie key lime pie um all your traditional concession items and full meals at riverdale 10 riverdale10.com just click the menu uh, of course we're serving beer and wine first theater in arkansas to serve it and you can buy your advanced tickets there we've got the leather electric luxury recliners with tables and reserved seating we're showing blockers chappaquiddick a quiet place acrimony ready player one Black Panther, I Can Only Imagine, Pacific Rim Uprising, God's Not Dead, Light in the Darkness, and we have the exclusive run of Death of Stalin, which we just talked about, and Leisure Seeker, which is new this Friday. So check that out at Riverdale10.com. Now, just just so you know, um, Tuesday night, April the 10th, we'll have Gone with the Wind. Those tickets are on sale. Big, big, big seller. 
from 1939. Get those tickets now, 7 o'clock Tuesday night, Riverdale10.com. a classic movie. It will sell out. You better buy your tickets now. They're going fast. We've already sold out two screens. You better buy your tickets. Uh, also, Tuesday night, we will have the debut at 7 o'clock of Beirut. That's Tuesday. I see that movie. The 10th uh, with John Hamm from yeah. Mad Men. Uh, big new film, Beirut. That's Tuesday night. Do you um, think that this is the vehicle that's going to going to bust him out it's long overdue he deserves I agree. It. the He's film looks actor. awesome to me film looks awesome beirut's tuesday night thursday night april the 12th we will have the premiere of isle of dogs uh the first showtime for west anderson's new film is going to be at five o'clock thursday april the 12th second showtime is seven o'clock those tickets are already on sale riverdale10.com west anderson and it's animated isle of dogs that is on the 12th and so that's coming up a lot of people asked about that asked about that and then on Monday, April the 16th, at 7.35 p.m., we have a Bring Your Own Dog screening, and you'll be able to watch Isle of Dogs with your dog. Now, your dog and you will both need a ticket, okay? <laughs> so that means you and your dog both have a seat. And uh, every dog needs a ticket. Every person going needs a ticket. This is going to be our Bring Your Own Dog screening. All the other show times for Isle of Dogs will be people only. But if you come out Monday night, the 16th, the 735 show, you can bring your own dog. Your dog buys a ticket. Your dog has a chair. And so you're sitting in there. And if you want to, you can put your dog in the chair, which is cool. Your dog can sit there and watch the movie with you. But let's say your dog doesn't get along with his neighbor. He doesn't <laughs> like the dog that's next to him. Well, you can pick your dog up and hold him in your lap. And yeah. then you've got a chair between you and somebody else and their dog. Mm -hmm. So dogs and people got to have tickets. It's Monday night, the 16th, 735 p.m. Be sure to come out. Arkansas Democrat Gazette will be there. Have a reporter and a photographer taking pictures of you and your dog. Uh, so, you know, bring your own dog to the Isle of Dog screening on Monday, April the 16th, 7.35 p.m. Tickets are on sale at Riverdale10.com, and they are going fast. So if you love dogs, you want to bring them to see this film, you best jump on them tickets now because it is going to sell out. And that does not mean if you have a coyote date, does not count as a dog. That's right. That's right. Just so want to make sure everybody understands that. That's Riverdale 10. Dot com. It's got to have four legs. There you go. Now, if you're down in the big city of Hot Springs, that's Hot Springs VIP Cinema, HotSpringsVIP.com on the web, 40 different beers, eight different wines, all luxury leather electric recliner seats with tables and reserved seating. Serving all that beer and all that wine, you can click on the menu to check it out. Full food menu. All the theaters have the same full food menu with hot, fresh-to-order food. As soon as you order it, we cook it up. And uh, beer and wine to go with that. All the desserts like the key lime pie, the chocolate peanut butter pie, the ice cream. It's all there. Check it out on the website. We're showing mm -hmm. blockers, <laughs> a quiet place. I can only imagine exclusively at Hot Springs VIP Cinema. Ready Player One and Black Panther. That's all at Hot Springs VIP Cinema. Now, uh, next uh, Thursday, the 12th, we'll have Rampage and Truth or Dare. Those tickets are already on sale. HotSpringsVIP.com. Now, if you're up north in the big city of Searcy, at searcycinema.com, go to searcycinema.com and buy your advanced tickets. They're on sale now. And, of course, so you can click on there and see that full food menu. You've got the same food menu in Searcy, Cabot, Hot Springs, and Riverdale. So we can cook you up some hot, fresh food. Of course, we still got popcorn and candy and all your traditional movie theater items. You can pick up the Theater Group 2018 Refill Popcorn Tub. It's 200 ounces of popcorn. You buy this popcorn tub, you bring it back every Wednesday night this year, your popcorn is free. And anytime you come out with the refill tub, you can get a refill for just $4. There you go. So, I do it. I've got one of them. Details. They work well. 
Details at CerseCinema.com. And uh, we're playing Blockers, A Quiet Place, Paul, Apostle of Christ, Ready Player One, Acrimony, I Can Only Imagine, Black Panther, God's Not Dead, A Light in the Darkness, and Pacific Rim Uprising. Starting uh, Thursday the 12th in uh, Cersei, we'll have Truth or Dare. Also Thursday the 12th, Rampage. And also Thursday the 12th, Sergeant Stubby, which is the new animated feature PG for kids. Advanced tickets on sale now. It's based on a true story about the most decorated dog in American history uh, who uh, won medals in World War I. Sergeant Stubby was the dog. So check that out. And if you're in the big city of Cabot, it's silverscreencabot.com. Check out the Cabot 8 VIP Cinema, Dave's hometown. Yep. And, of course, in Cabot, uh, we've got luxury leather electric recliners with tables and reserved seating. Every chair in the building is that way, just like Riverdale 10 and just like Hot Springs VIP Cinema. Full food menu right there. Click on menu and check it out. Uh, We're playing Blockers. We're playing A Quiet Place. We're playing Paul, Apostle of Christ. Mm. I Can Only Imagine, Ready Player One. God's Not Dead, A Light in the Darkness, Sherlock Gnomes, Pacific Rim Uprising, and Black Panther. Click on menu for full menu there. Be sure to buy your advance tickets. And, of course, Thursday night in Cabot, we'll have Rampage with The Rock. We'll have Truth or Dare from Bloomhouse, mm-hmm. uh, the same people that brought you Get Out. And okay. we'll also have Sergeant Stubby. So buy those advance tickets now. Uh, if you want to... Uh, bring your church out to see i can only imagine or the apostle of christ or god's not dead three uh just go to the website for any of these theaters and click contact us and shoot us in an email and if you want to bring your uh your sunday school class or your school kids out to watch sergeant stubby same thing go to the website click contact us shoot us in an email we've got sports teams churches school groups uh that are coming out all the time to watch these movies and we will set up a special show for you at the date day and time of your choosing Okay, I didn't realize Paul was showing there in uh, uh, Cabot, so okay. i got to go see that movie. I've heard, yes. good, things, I've heard good things mm-hmm. about it. Paul Apostle of Christ started today in Cabot and Cersei. So right. SilverScreenCabot.com, CerseiCinema.com. this weekend. Hop in that big, fat luxury recliner, <laughs> throw you some popcorn in that free refill bucket, stop by and hit that butter machine, get all the free butter you want. Don't Load get, it up. Don't get too comfortable or you end up like Layer Zach it in. Laying out Z's while you're trying to watch a movie. All right, we got to take a break. We got Fox News coming your way. We come back, we'll talk about blockers, leisure seeker, and Chappaquiddick. All of that's uh, starting this weekend at Riverdale 10. We'll talk about those three movies specifically when we return here on the Dave Ellswick Show. He said, Where were those tickets at? Says Cersei. Well, they live south of little rock so they said just give them back and let whoever wants them they wants to call in so first caller <laughs> right now 8230965 i've got two tickets to the cersei cinema eight for you to go see the movies courtesy of uh, matt smith cersei cinema eight and the dave Ellswick show first caller 8230965 nice to the person to call us back and say i'm not going to go to that movie well they were not listening i guess not hmm, okay. so well, that's the way they do did they did they think the tigs were the oak lawn they're listening <laughs> but they're just not listening at the same time they oh, may not. they okay. didn't hear 
they didn't hear Cersei Cinema. That's oh, what they didn't okay. hear. So this is Cersei Cinema. Mall. Yeah. calling in. I'm just, eight, eight, know. Two, three, he knows I'm talking He knows I'm talking about. Eight two three oh nine six five. You'd be the first caller. And they would Julie, Julie. By now I have covered I have covered the uh the the delay so people are hearing it now so somebody be calling here in a moment there's yeah. a delay yeah oh y'all got a delay in case i say something. that's exactly right and i, <laughs> I, I typically tell russ to double it i see how it is oh, okay you're coming on Hit the I guess. i'm not worried about you matt because buzzer. i know you fairly well yeah yeah that's true that's true now kt hopkins the other day <laughs> yes she dropped an S-bomb on me. Yeah. no yeah katie really? hopkins did no. she sure did. and she no. she 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 caught. She caught it. She caught it. And she went, damn. <laughs> and I missed funny. that because y'all bleeped yeah, it, man. It was pretty funny. Oh, like, pretty get funny. out of here. Right, what are you going to have the gu- the gun goddess on, man? When you having her on? Oh, Jan. Yeah, man. Jan is coming back on. Hold on, now. I got because she tossed some smack, man. Yeah, she I'll tossed some smack. Up. Yeah, I'll start the eleventh. Oh, she's coming back on yeah, the 11th. The 11th. Mm-hmm. The 11th. Uh, she's back on the 11th. At 5 p.m. You know that's what they're Morgan saying. The they're talking her to gun goddess. They're talking that smack about her yeah, now. You're going to be on. And, she, just uh, that cra- she just throw that crazy stuff out there. I love uh, to hear what she Facebook says. Facebook Live. <laughs> I'm serious. It's on, it's on there. You know how many people have you? That, that, I, I mean, there's no telling. 15 thousand they're talking about smacking ace upside the head but you know ace is getting 15, reelected, brother. i mean ace yeah. is getting reelected. Now. come on 000, come on he's done no, he's done nothing views. really really bad and he's done nothing really really good he's just kind of held it in the middle of the road okay that's what he's got to do mm-hmm. to get reelected. but i want to hear what she's got to say no, man. she'll have a lot to say she oh she does, does man she throws it out there man fun to have on yes yes i like having her on because she says what she uh, feels yeah, oh yeah, yeah. She yeah. has some crazy stuff That's going good. on, man. It's it's, it's, a, it's a trip. It's a trip, man. For real. Okay, now before we go, on, you know that stuff ain't flying. I mean, it just ain't gonna get fly. It ain't gonna fly. I'm gonna get I'm gonna get Zach involved. It ain't gonna get off me. the ground. Okay, Zach, here you go. Are you ready? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'll quit. I'll quit. Ready, I'm gonna quit. Ready Player One, Spielberg's latest movie. Mm-hmm. Your feelings on it? Um, it was a fun and enjoyable film. Um, it's great to see, you know, I, well, you know, I'm not an 80s geek or whatever. I don't know about the video games during that time, but it was a fun film. You know, you got, the main character can play as someone that he's not and everything like that. But the theme that I got was that, you know, it's basically, basically it's a, it's a game. That's what you're yeah. doing. It's, it's just a game, but it's not reality. It was fun. And, right. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed that. I got to see He-Man in it. Yeah. That I saw Chucky in it. That I saw Freddy. That I saw the senator, the senator from Sinbad, as well. So uh, we well, give them it's credit. It's Spielberg's highest highest opening release in quite some time. Okay, yeah, well, it, it's the a last big box two have been pathetic. Uh, have not been good. The BFG well, put me to sleep. The BFG. Well, it was bad. That no. thing was awful, man. Yeah. I could not get behind BFG. And the post. Well, the post, the post got, was, got awards, yeah. but it didn't make him any money. No, the post was a good motion was. picture, though. It, it was a good motion right. picture, but it didn't do a lot of box office. But the BFG was horrible all the way around. Yeah, I don't know what happened. Horrible. With that I knew movie. it was bad when I saw some kids sleeping through the film. Yeah, it was bad. You know, it was bad. That's one of the worst ones, I guess, so, last year. Uh, but uh, this one is good. You'll like this. It's got a lot of action in it. The only thing that really I, I wish that he would have done when you think the eighties, right? Spielberg was the eighties. Right, Jaws. You had Raiders. He probably stayed away from that on purpose. Yeah, he didn't want to yeah. take people that he was, he was blowing his Salute own horn. He, he said yes. that. Yeah, but yeah. 
He should salute himself a little bit. I mean, E.T. and he all the champ. rest of it. He is I mean, a champ. Those were, he had a run of movies. That, did he have some Hughes movies in there, some some of those? Yes, like, they did have some oh, Hughes nice, movies in there. Nice, okay. Yeah, I mean, they did some really good stuff with it. Okay. They really, okay. really did. What, what else fun. have you seen besides Ready Player One? It's on our list there that we're playing. What else have you seen? Hmm. Black Panther. Black Panther. Oh. Seen that three times. Great movie. Because <laughs> that's just off the chain. It's, it's, that's it's so else. good. By the way, so have you good. watched the last uh, trailer for... Uh, Infinity Wars? Yeah, the most recent one. Okay, so let me ask this question. Since Black Panther, mm-hmm. they did this with Wonder Woman. Yeah. When uh, they were coming out with the Justice League. Mm-hmm. The first one, the first couple of uh, trailers, she was in it, but not a big part. Yeah. By the time the movie was ready to open and Wonder Woman had broke and it was a huge hit, she was shown <clears throat> right up front a lot. Right. Has the Black Panther taken a bigger part in the trailer? I agree with that. I there do. you go. Yeah, yeah, it's I growing. That. It's growing. You knew that yeah. was going to happen. Yeah, got to. And rightly, yeah. rightly so. I think. No, no. I mean, it's just good all the way around. To tell you the I truth, mean, I may go see it one more time. You can't. Well, you it, just it it, it 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 hits on every thing perfect. Right. Perfect. It, it, it is. It's just flawless filmmaking. Mm-hmm. Flawless. And you got a guy that plays the villain, who was typecast <laughs> to play that villain. Michael B. Thomas. But yeah. it fits. It fits. That's what it I'm saying. It fits the overall theme. It, it, He's it's, perfect. Yes. Yes. He did a good job. Yes. Okay, the one I haven't seen, but I'm a big uh, uh, David Sutherland fan, and I'd like to go see it, is uh, Leisure Seeker. That's a cool little movie. Cool I, little you movie. know, I've been a big fan of his and Helen and Ellen Marin uh, as well. She looks like Shirley MacLaine in it, though. They mentioned that in the paper today with that it's really wish. great. They 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 live up north. Uh, they live up north in in like Massachusetts, and uh, they're they're thinking that the the man's getting a little Alzheimer's. The woman's got a cancer diagnosis. And it's a terminal cancer. They want to have one last hurrah, so they jump into Winnebago and hightail it out for Key West, Florida. Okay. And they're want to see Hemingway's place. The kids don't like it, but they're going to go down there and get their party on. And and the the movie kind of develops over that. It's a cool movie. It's a cool right. movie. It really is. It's got Donald Sutherland in it. That's all I need to say. <laughs> I've been following Donald Sutherland since Mash. I mean, he's a for great, good reason. For good, good reason. He's a good actor, man. He's a great Absolutely. actor. All right, Blockers. I want to see that just because John Cena's in it. Matter of fact, I may go see Blockers and Death of Stalin at the same day. That mm-hmm. screened yeah. incredibly well. Exhibitors really like Blockers. Mm-hmm. And up until just just about a week ago, they had Blockers pick number one this weekend. It, it has yeah. had such good critical acclaim. It really has. It's a good, raunchy comedy along the lines of Bridesmaids. Okay. Know? Yeah. Oh, okay. Right. Something funny. like that, yeah. A lot of laughs. Okay, yeah. so Acrimony, I have not seen that. That stars your favorite. She's off the hook. Yes, she is so awesome. She's so she's awesome in this movie. I she mean, can't, it, she can't be any bigger of a of a bee than she was in Proud Mary. No, I'm no, just telling you, Proud Mary. No, she hit it on all cylinders. Right, but she was just you know just shooting them up, beating the hell out of folks in that movie. Right, <laughs> this is more, right, right. She was tough, man. She was like a Pam Greer role yeah, in the Proud was. Mary film. She you know? really was. Yeah. I've got to watch it. But but yeah. acrimony is Cleo more Patrick of a Jones, buddy. Yeah, she really was. She really was. But it, it was it was a serious throwback to that. But this is more of a thought provoking film. It's more of a serious movie from yeah. Tyler Perry and more of a serious role for her. She okay. does a good job in the film. Oh, okay. Yeah, so yeah it's, see, it's, yeah, it's see it. it's um it, it it there's that revenge motif to it, but mm-hmm. I don't think that correctly describes it all the way right well, it is. So, all right so yeah. the other three that we've not mentioned it, well we have said pacific rim uprising talked a little bit about death of Stalin. we've talked about that i can only imagine 
And uh, this is doing Mercy Me. It's based on one of yes. the people yes. from Mercy mm-hmm. Me. Yeah. They're going to be here in um, Little Rock here in a couple of months performing. Yes, I and think it, it's, and it's doing big box office. It has breathed some more life into their career. It's really helped them. And and the, the film's a good film. It's a PG film. Take take the whole family. There's a good theme to the film. Uh, glad to see it in there. And and you know, you you look back at like. 13, 14, 15, 16, the past four years, really. And a lot of people talked about the Christian box office being dead. Yeah. And the Christian box office has been really lackluster the past four years. But this film is hitting. It's doing business. It's a success. Can I tell you why? It's the biggest release of Roadsides ever made. Mm -hmm. But that's because it's a good film. Well, this is the key. Mm -hmm. What happened is that other than War Room. Okay. Okay. They got away from be, with being kind of a preaching movie. Yeah. Okay. Okay. This movie is not no. that kind of movie. Good this movie. movie is about the human condition. It's just a good movie. And people are going, people are turning out for it. Crossover okay, appeal. It. Now, God's not dead. Light in the darkness. It's doing all right at the box office. We have we've had a couple of the actors on here fair. Uh, last week. Fair. It's, okay. it's it's doing fair. It's it's by no means doing. It's I not can only like the first this. one. No, it's not like the second one either. It's and, not doing the kind of business that I only, I can only imagine is doing, but I can only imagine it has crossover appeal. Mm-hmm. When when you make a mo- you need to make a good quality motion picture first, and then if you want to, if you can also incorporate the themes that you're trying to reach into that, then fine. But you don't need to go in there and beat people over the head with it and expect people to watch the movie. Okay, the, the, you know, mm-hmm. you, if if you want it to cross over and have some some wide appeal, it's yeah. got to be a quality motion picture. Yeah. It can't just be Bible, 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 Bible. Right. You know, it, it, they're preaching to the choir in a lot of those films. You know, and 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 the choir gets it. But I mean, who do you want to come watch your film? Do you want the general public to come watch your film? If you're making a movie just specifically for churchgoers, it's not going to do that well. You know. It's got to have They'll something. They'll watch it at church on a DVD. It's just got to have something. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's got to have something that has wider appeal. And and you, you want some general movie audiences to go to the film. Churchgoers typically spend their time at church. They go to church Sunday morning. They go to church Sunday afternoon. Mm-hmm. They go to church Wednesday. Sunday night. They go to church Wednesday night. They go to the revivals. They go to choir practice. They go to the potluck. They go to the, the uh, youth activities. That's how they spend their time. And they also got to go to work, and they also got to go to school, and they also got to take care of their family. They have a lot of time left to go to the movies. You know, movies goers go to the movies. Right. And so, you know, it's great to make a movie about Jesus or make a movie about God or make a movie that is faith-based-like, I can only imagine, but you need to follow the only imagined template and make a general interest story. Best movie. If you want to reach people. That fits your category, what you're saying, came out. Ten years ago, maybe, called The Apostle. I don't know if you remember that movie. The Apostle, good movie. Yes. Okay. That was, um, I'm trying to think of his name now. It's just uh, avoiding my my gray matter. Uh, Lonesome Dove. Yeah, you're talking about the man from The Godfather. Yeah. Consulary. Yeah. That's <laughs> the man himself. Yeah. Who was that? I'll tell you how crazy it was with The Apostle. That played exclusively at the at Market Street Cinema. That was a great it little in, little independent seen, film. I've never seen this. You need to see it. Little independent film that nobody wanted to play. It did business. It did. It's a great film. It's a great film. The Apostle. Yes. Yes. It's a great film. Talks about grace. Yes. And forgiveness. Yes. It's got all the Christian themes in it. Yes. But it doesn't come across as no, a no. strict 
Christian movie. No, it's a good movie that tells a good narrative and a good story that has that in it, you know? I, I, so impressive, so impressive. But, you know, he, he was on a run doing some cool independent films at the time. He did uh, Last Tango right around that time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, The Apostles right in there. With, Robert uh, Duvall. Yeah, just okay. a strong, strong performance. Really good, really good. Yes. Yeah. It's still got almost an eight on IMDb. I'm not surprised. It's a, it's a great yeah. movie. If you've never seen it, you eight need out of 10. to watch it. And 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 if it had if it had higher production values, it probably got the other two stars. This is a cool independent film. You All know, right. basically they're just show, filming him telling his story. He's a backwoods preacher type. Let's talk to Jim. Pretty cool. Jim's in Benton. Hey Jim, how are you? Uh, doing pretty good, Dave. I was just listening to this about the movies and stuff like that, and I was just uh, wondering. Uh, Maybe a couple ideas, but I think you've already had Cat Malou on the Tuesday night mm-hmm. movie night. Uh, uh, how about the movie uh, Looker? Has that been thought about that? The movie, the movie, the movie, what again? Looker. L O O K. Oh, Looker. Looker, the one with Ryan Gosling. Uh huh. Bruce Willis. It doesn't. That doesn't. That doesn't meet the criteria of being a classic movie. It's not old. It's well, not. It's not old enough. That's all. Well, the, the, there was one that was out where they had this machine that they were popping uh, the, the person, and they would put them in suspended animation, and they moved like forty-five or forty-five or fifty minutes at a whack. You know, uh, some kind of. Uh, electronic device that they you know trigger and make everybody lose time okay yeah let me let me let me look that one up we're already starting to plan for 2019 because we got 2018 all planned out i will tell you that next year i'm showing the passion of the christ oh wow i'd love to see that yeah you'll get your chance again that's a that is that's i gotta let you go that's a movie that it's time to show it again on the big screen. Oh, yeah, I agree. Now, if he's looking for the classics, go to Riverdale10.com. Yeah, we got a, a bunch more <clears throat> yeah. that's out there. Go just to Riverdale- not me. I started yeah. something. Go to Riverdale10.com <laughs> and click Coming Soon, and you'll see a list of the films coming up through the end of the year. We do something cool uh, every Tuesday night at Riverdale 10. And so you'll be able to check some good movies. Of course, we got the Dave Elzer Classic Films going on this Tuesday night. We've got uh, Gone with the Wind. And, of course, uh, on the 16th, we've got Bring Your Own Dog to see Isle of Dogs at Riverdale 10. Those tickets are on sale, Riverdale10.com. Uh, Thursday, uh, the 12th, we'll have our first screening of Isle of Dogs. And, of course, Rampage and Truth or Dare. So those tickets are on sale, Riverdale10.com. But you can check the classics that we've got for the rest of the year all the way through Christmas. They're all listed on there. It's some cool stuff every Tuesday night. Be sure to go to Riverdale10.com and click Coming Attractions. <clears throat> click Coming Soon to see it. we got an email newsletter you can sign up for. we got a free mobile app you can download. Uh, and, of course, we got a Facebook page you can like and follow the events. Uh, several ways to keep up with what's coming on uh, at the movie theater. Uh, people have, you know, emailed and said, when are you going to play Isle of Dogs? I've had to play date poster for six months. So, you know, just go to the website and take a look. We got it on there. Know that on September 25th, uh-huh. the Rocky Horror Picture Show will be over at yes. Riverdale. September 25th. That's right. Every if you want to see night. it, you know it's going to be back on. 
Yes. By the way, Skyscraper is coming, a new, uh, you know, uh, Johnson movie. Okay, The Rock is oh, yeah. doing this movie, Skyscraper. Mm-hmm. Have you seen the trailer for this? Uh, he's in Rampage. Have, I know that, but have you seen? Well, he's been in Jumanji. I mean, he's had, right. he's hitting on all cylinders oh, right he's now. Not playing. He's not but playing. Skyscraper joint, and it's, it's a remake of Die Hard. I swear right. to God. But see, it's a remake of Die Hard. And that also may be similar to his, uh, similar to his 2015 film. Um, what was it called? I can't remember. He's on the boat. Yeah, he's on the boat. Uh, yeah. Yeah, the flood hit. Exactly. They were trying to hide. Yeah, I can't no, think of the talk, title. Oh, yeah, you're talking about San Andreas. San Andreas. Yes, that's yes, it. San Andreas. That's it. That's it. You, yeah. All right. Yeah. That. I mean, that movie, Jumanji. Yeah. Rampage going to do big money, and this other yeah. movie is going to do big money. The man is on a roll Rampage right now. Rampage is strong. You know, it does. I Rampage can't wait for it. Good. I was Rampage watching. I, I I have him on my uh, Instagram, and he was live the other night. For the red carpet reception for Rampage, no. that place was rocking. <laughs> nice. Those people, I mean, women were throwing clothing at him and stuff. Oh yeah, I'm I'm wondering who the will old, be the old Tom Jones hanging stuff. at it. Yeah. Oh, people do crazy stuff, man. Yeah. I, I'm wondering who'll be hanging out at CinemaCon this year because I'll be at CinemaCon the last uh, last last uh, week in April. But I was out there last year. I was out there last year, and I was, I, I went to uh, I went to the uh, the 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 after party, you know, because yeah. generally, like, I have breakfast with a film distributor. I'll go to the morning screening, see some films, see some product coming up. I have lunch with the film distributor, go to the afternoon screening, see some films, some product coming up. I'll have dinner with a film distributor. Uh, then I'll go to the evening screening, see some film product coming up. Then there'll be after party. After party is hitting about midnight. So I was at the after party, right? We're hanging out at the after party. And uh, they brought in. They brought in Keanu Reeves, right? Okay. They brought in Keanu Reeves. No one ever <laughs> thought that he would have his career relit like yeah. Wick has done. Yeah, well, they were promoting oh. that. They were promoting John yeah. Wick, mm-hmm. and 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 they were and and so they brought Keanu Reeves in, and the women just lost their minds. I bet <laughs> just lost their minds. And he's trying to walk around in there and talk to people, right? And I'm talking to this girl that works at. I better not say this. Right. <laughs> I've told this girl that works at a distributor. She works at one of the film distributors, right? Quickly. And, and, and Keanu walks up, and she just crunches up on Keanu and wraps her leg around his leg and hands me the phone, telling me to take a picture of her with Keanu, right? She already had on this super short little old dress anyway, right? And her legs wrapped around him. It's like she's she's tackling the guy, right? So I take the picture, and she gets off of him. I hand her the phone back. She talks for a few minutes. She walks away. Keanu looks at me, and he says, man, it's intense in here. (laughs) (laughs) We got to do a break. We'll finish it up with Matt when we come back. That's a great story here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Hey, it's a fun Friday, and we've been having fun, no doubt about it. That was a great story about Keanu Reeves, but. Uh, Matt uh, wants she you to know the dude, he's going to have he's going to have more <laughs> stories did, like man. that when he gets back from Vegas. <laughs> also coming up in the rest of the show today, two of the best blues guitarists and performers here in Central Arkansas. We're going to have uh, you know Mike Ship is going to be here along with Steve Hester, and uh, they're kind of practicing a little bit over in the studio and the nice. other way. And they're gonna that's going to sound here. good. They're going to come in here and play some music and sing for you, and that's going to be a lot of fun. Matt, it's always a pleasure to have you. Thank in the studio. you. Thanks for coming by and, and spending time with us. Zach, I got you in here for a whole 90 minutes. That's amazing. Nice. And you talked a lot. It's happened before. I know, but you get. No, his movie reviews are great. You get 
intense when you get in here. All right. Anyway, here's Fox <laughs> News. We're back. We're on. Yeah, we're we're <laughs> we're on the we're on the air. Val, we're on. Don't be telling people you're hot. No, it's hot in here. Oh, okay. See, that's what you got to be because careful about. Got to be careful about this. All right, just hey, just letting you know. <laughs> Dave, what are you implying here? You, now, I'm you... loving. I'm loving that Steve Hester is here because I, you know, oh, yeah. Steve and I uh, have melded a friendship over the last few months, and then I'm looking across and guy that uh, I have a lot of respect for. He hasn't heard that before. And <laughs> you're looking behind and you. Going, he's wow. filled in for me when I was on another station. I'm going to I'm I'm going to give you an opportunity to come in and fill in for me again. You want to do that? I'll sure do it. You All know right. I'm there for you, man. All right, Chip is here. Rooster boy. Yes, sir. It's he's good coming. to be back. Good to be you back. I love that. Love, it's been a while. It's been it over a year, been a buddy. While. I know. I know. Which I could remember when I when we were texting, but but I've started, you know, eventually things come into the brain and it has been over a year. <laughs> So is, uh, has Billy Bob called you lately? Uh, we text, especially when texting, baseball huh? season starts. We're okay. texters while the Cardinals are going on. You know, we have to text back and forth there. Please don't break my heart and tell me you're a Cardinal fan. Well, you know that from a long time <laughs> I'm ago. I'm on your side. I'm on your side, Michael. You know, you know what kind of fan I am. Is there I another baseball team besides the Cardinals? Yeah. Right? Just look over to your, to your side here. What? There's the fans only for the Chicago Cubs. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So right. Come on in. They played well. How many years night. was it before they yeah. did that? It didn't matter. <laughs> no, it didn't matter. And how many did the Cardinals They were a great team. Okay, hold on a second. Russ is jumping in here. What was it like 180 years before they did it? It was 107. I really liked the Cubs when Leo DeRocher was their manager. Leo the Lip. Leo the Lip, who they should never have not have gone to the World Series that year. Kessinger. Yeah. Beckert. Yeah. Billy Williams. Yeah. Santo. Yeah. We're doing the Banks. This is the 69 Cubs he's, he's named. Banks. Yeah. Randy Hunley. Yeah. Outfield. Come on. Jim Hickman. Okay. I'm impressed. Center field. Adolfo Phillips. Uh, yeah, because the Cardinals had Lou Brock because yeah. of him. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Ernie Bruglio. And the best pitcher was was uh, Ferguson Jenkins. Yeah, but you had Al Spangler out there. Too. You had Al Spangler. Okay, that's but right. you had Fergie Jenkins. You had Ken Holtzman. Ken Holtzman, Billy Hands. I missed all you. Yeah, yeah. Nineteen sixty nine should have been the year for the Cubs. Is there a song well. about that? Because I thought we were supposed to do music. Sixty nine. Well, no, we're going to do some music, but I mean sixty nine. It it's a great, probably one great. of those Philip Martin kind of songs. <laughs> <laughs> he was on here a few weeks ago with uh, with Matt. Hey, Philip. Philip Martin has some good songs, seriously, he writes and well. he loves baseball. You know, unfortunately, he loves the Cubs like you. <laughs> unfortunately, mm-hmm. I unfortunately. love it. Let me tell you my my great story about right. uh, baseball. Two, maybe three years ago, uh, Arkansas Surgical Hospital brought Johnny Bench in because he was talking about the people who making hips because he just had both of his hips replaced and. Uh, he typically doesn't do interviews, and I begged them to see if he would come in and talk 10 minutes. But he came in, he sat down, and I said, uh, Mr. Bench, I said, you by far are the best catcher who may have ever played Major League Baseball. I didn't tell him that what's his name from Boston was right there with him in that one, the, the great uh, uh, 
World Series that they had, Carlton Fisk. Mm-hmm. And uh, anyway, he said, well, thanks. I appreciate that. And I said, yeah, but I hated your guts. <laughs> and he said, what? I mean, I mean, he just caught him off guard. And I said, yeah, I'm a Cub fan. He goes, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> he, said, he sat there for a half hour and we talked. The guy has these hands that are all gnarly. He's got hands so big, Steve, he can hold five baseballs in his hand. That's crazy. He puts the baseballs between his fingers and in his hand and holds all five of them together. That was the cover of a uh, Sports Illustrated, I believe, at one time. Mm-hmm. And they're all gnarled up. And I asked him how many, how many, uh, you know, basically uh, dips he did behind the, the plate, you know, uh, bending down at the catcher. And he said it was somewhere in the 15,000 range. That's why he has two new hips and two new knees. Uh, he was really great talking to him. Yeah, he's. I mean, he is the. And he, by the way, he doesn't sign autographs. Did you know that? Yeah. And he I left, mean, and I came back. I walked him to where his table was. I came back, and it was a baseball sitting right there. It was signed by Johnny Bench. Wow, oh, wow that's. Cool. I cherish that yeah. baseball. Wow, that was yeah, very he, cool. He's got a reputation that's not the friendliest in the world. Yeah, he's a pretty gruff guy. <laughs> pretty gruff, but that's okay. That's what, so was Pete Rose. But Pete Rose was a great ball player, too. He just didn't know how not to gamble. Right. That was his problem. All right, so how well do you two know each other? Basically Facebook friends. Facebook yeah. friends? Okay. Yeah. Now, and you've been playing for circles. years. Mm-hmm. Chip's been years. playing, and you've been playing years. for years, yeah. too, Hester. Yeah. Doing your Same thing. Same circles. How do you guys not run into each other? <laughs> playing music. Yeah, you're out making, trying yeah. to make a living, right? Well, not playing music. Okay, now you're gonna you're gonna. I'll let you guys talk about this. The way music is now. Remember when they told you that the internet was going to be the salvation <laughs> of independent music? When Ship and I have talked about this well, in, and it, in a extensively, sense it is. In there's a just sense so it is. much of yeah. it. I mean, anybody could get a song out there now. Well, okay, in a, in but a sense, but you don't make any money. Anymore. You can't sell it. No. That's no, nobody has the attention span anymore to listen to it. So if your song, writing a music or a song with literary content, is just useless because even people older, like myself or something, me. the the attention spans are gone. Much less for the millennials and down, but it's gone for everyone now. You know, um, same reason bookstores are closing. I guess you know there it's that. That internet has opened the doors for everything except the buy button. <laughs> right. <laughs> and uh, but even even the the rock bands that made it in the seventies that can still tour off of their hits. Like Sticks. Like, like Sticks. REO Speedwagon, even if they don't have you their know, lead guitars playing. They complain because people are out there with their phones filming them, so nobody's really listening. So the fact if they were to write a new song, it would be the equal of Steve and I writing one this afternoon. To find someone who cares, it's it's really hard. Unless we know a rich guy yeah. like, like Dave that would stick a few <laughs> mil into it. And it, then it yeah. would be that deal. If you want to make a million dollars in the music business, take $2 million <laughs> and go from there. In other words, you're saying it's getting to the point where it's a losing business deal. Yeah, I don't think there is a music business. No. Well, the promoters, I mean, because my kids have had a band for 12 years, and so mm-hmm. I've been in that scene too, but a different scene. But the promoters, they, it seems like they don't want to go and hit the streets anymore and put out flyers. They want to just do it on Facebook and Instagram. And 
not everybody's on there. And so people don't even find out about shows and gigs and tours. Like, I have to let my son tells me because he's always my 20, my youngest. He tells me when there's musicians coming because he knows. But, but if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't know. You know, and and, you know, the youth is kind of where it's always been. Not that I think when you get older, it's still art and you should be able to perform music. I, I can't stand to hear people say, you know, why don't the Rolling Stones retire? Retire from what? Doing what That's they That's what love, they've always you know? done. Right, their job. But, but on the for. other hand, like my, my deal today, you know, I have a 14, year, you know, I have Presley, my 11-year-old daughter, and then Peyton, he's 14 now, if you can believe that. Yeah. You know? How's and, the baseball and he's going? a phenomenal. Well, how's the baseball going? He's taking a year off because he's the he's a drummer that can <laughs> hold his own with, with anybody. And I now actually, you didn't want that kind of seeds ended up in him. Well, he's playing in the band, little skinny and the roosters, little skinny <laughs> and the roosters. I'm the bass player. We've got Ethan Koontz from Nashville, Arkansas, Murfreesboro, Arkansas area that. He's a, a phenomenal young 18-year-old guitar player. Peyton's the 14-year-old drummer. We're going and doing festivals and venues. Cool. And it, it's a killer act. However, I have complained about my drummers for 40 years being so slow. And why does it take so long? I will never complain about drummers again. It is the hardest job being the drum roadie. And they've got 500 pieces to the drum set. Mm-hmm. And, and uh I was and the roadie for 10 years for my son. I, know. Hard, I don't do it, it anymore, but man. man. And so, um, but that's, that's kind of where I've, I don't know if evolved would be the correct word there, mm-hmm. uh, but that's what I've been doing with, with them, you know. Well, Steve, you've been playing for years and years and years. Since I was nine. So. Okay. Wow. And, and you're what? 12 now, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm 50, I turned 59 in February. <laughs> okay. So. so a half of a century. Mm. You've been at music, yeah. all right, and you're really getting your acclaim here just now Th- through through gospel blues of all things. So I mean, yeah, life changes. Yeah, well, that's yeah. okay. And it's I mean, I'm it's the same kind of tickled music. to death to have it. It's the same stuff. I mean, this is what I've been playing my whole life. You know, and I back in the '70s, I didn't even realize that Leonard Skinner was a blues band, but they are, <laughs> and so were the Almond Brothers. I mean, it's just blues with no, a southern the Almond Brothers. Yeah, we were just, you know, we were we were we were stolen from when Dwayne died and and the the original members. I mean, you, you listen to Whipping Post; that's blues. There's no doubt that that's blues. Yeah, that they're playing, but those guys could play. Speaking of Leonard Leonard Skinner is going to retire in about a year. I don't know if you've heard or not. No, I haven't heard that. They're, yeah, they're doing their farewell tour again. Again, <laughs> yeah, that's kind of like share. Yeah, well, she's on her fourth farewell t- tour. She's just saying farewell to her old skin. Well, yeah, she. Well, you know, <laughs> she's getting a new, you know, yeah. a new, a new, you know. And she's getting a lift. Yeah, she gets a lift. Lift. That's she gets a called. lift about every couple of years or whatever. <laughs> she is, you know, she, her and uh, Jane Fonda, you know, for their age, they look good. They look really good. But that's what scissors and a scalpel will do. For well, you. and a good doctor. <laughs> when you got the money. If you got the money, they can make you look what you want. I'll, but whoever Kenny Rogers, oh. whoever was his plastic surgery, do not Awful. go to them. Or Sylvester Stallone. Have you ever seen? Have you ever seen Kenny Rogers? Mm-hmm. He looks like a snare drum. Mm-hmm. He, I mean seriously, I don't know he doesn't even his, look like Kenny. No, Rogers. I don't know if he can close his eyes anymore. I know. <laughs> I'm, I, yeah, he has to wear one of those masks when he goes to sleep. 
Yeah, I, I look at Chip. Chip, Chip just looks and he just makes these faces. I'm just thinking over. it just didn't turn out well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it did yeah. not. It doesn't it even not. look like him at all. And I, you know, you wonder what did they say to the surgeon? Yeah, tighten it up all the way, you know, or whatever. You know, I don't want to see a wrinkle in my face. Well, you don't look natural if no. you don't have a few wrinkles. But, but seriously, yes. Um, <laughs> but seriously, the. You know, talking about share touring or yeah. those people, what we're missing from today's music is they have an it factor. Mm-hmm. You know, whether you like, you know, gypsies, tramps, and thieves or not, there's an it factor with share, and she's an entertainer. What's your you know? favorite song that share did? I got two. Well, I don't have the a beat, favorite. The share beat song. goes on. That was yeah. That's a sunny deal. And when you really yeah, listen yeah. to the lyrics of that, it's a good song. It's a good song. And then I liked "Bang Bang." Yeah, that's yeah. another good song. Yeah, that's other than that, I like "Gypsies, Tramps, and Thieves." Yeah. I mean, I like all of all of that. I mean, stuff. the lady can sing. I'm yeah. not going to deny that. No. She had the TV show, and they didn't just hand those out to anybody. No. You know, I didn't get then. one. <laughs> did you want one steve i would have taken one certainly you i know, still that, would somebody's out wasn't, there wasn't wasn't it um uh sunny and share that launched glenn campbell show because he used to come on no, and that was the smothers brothers. was it the Smothers? okay smothers brothers but which he, was another talented act oh my gosh yeah. mama loved you best mm-hmm. you know but i mean just there's not that kind of tv show anymore i mean ellen tries to use that type of a feeling for her show you know kind of you know you have a music group on and you have somebody else come on and they perform and that kind of stuff but nothing like they used to have in the day because yeah, i'm sounding like a crotchety old man you know, people don't have, a crotch, and it's friday well, Dave. i'm just saying Pick it up. I sound like I'm, I'm with my people just don't have the the attention span for it anymore they're bored with it well there's so many things like that's there's so many different like i was looking at netflix today there's so many different things. I'm like, I want to watch this. I start watching this, and then something else new comes out. And I'm like, I want to watch that now. And I, and I forget about that. And you're right. My attention span just. I'm going to watch right. a new but movie it's, tonight. it's the test of time. It's like the argument of, that musicians get in. Name a, a great rock band since 1990 that will still be listened to 50 years from now. I can safely say the Beatles and the Stones will still be listened yes. to. Willie and Merle and Johnny Cash 50 years from now. You know why? Because they've already done it. So it fits in there with, you know, Woody Guthrie and Beethoven and all of that. It's still around, but it's hard to find modern acts, you know, and, and they can. I heard someone recently kind of cutting down JT. You know, he's going to sell out a year in advance, but he has it factor in talent as well as Bruno Mars and some of the current. Acts. Bruno there Mars is, an it factor is a show. There. Definitely has the it factor. He's a show. But that's I mean, really one is. out of a thousand now because right. the rest of them, they're, they don't even get 15 minutes anymore. They get like three minutes and everything. The music and, scene. Am I sounding crotchety? No, the, the music scene today. Maybe a little. Maybe a little. Maybe. The music scene today. I got to get a break in. When we come back, we'll, we'll get into this. And then we'll play some music. Okay. I, I gave these guys. Two and a half hours because I knew we would talk a lot as well. So Dave Ellswick show. Don't forget that uh, conventional wisdom says you should delay claiming Social Security to maximize your benefits. But that strategy today could wind up costing you tens of thousands of dollars. There's a lot more to claiming your Social Security benefits than you know. And your decision can trigger an avalanche of taxes, 
double your Medicare premiums ultimately can cost you tens of thousands of dollars, even more. Learn how you could avoid this with the free customized Social Security review from David Lucas of David Lucas Financial right here in North Little Rock. He's the host of the David Lucas Show on 101.1. The answer, if you've saved uh, $200,000 for retirement, be one of the first 10 callers to schedule your free review now at 501-653-6690. 501-653-6690. All right, Dave Ellswick Show. Don't forget about Horton's Orthotics Prosthetics. If you find yourself in that position where you need artificial limb, need some help uh, you know, with uh, walking, uh, if you're a woman, you've had uh, breast surgery, you need a prosthesis for that. The folks at uh, Horton's Prosthetic, uh, Prosthetics and Orthotics can help you out. It's a family-owned business. They really empathize with their customers. They want you to reach the goals you want to reach for your mobility and for how you look. Uh, all you have to do is give them a call, 663-2908. 663-2908 or visit them at 5220 West 12th Street here in Little Rock. Uh, when you go to uh, Hortons, take along with you your driver's license, your health insurance card, and that piece of paper that your uh, primary physician has given to you about what your treatment should be. And you'll be they'll get you started over there at Hortons and uh, take you on the journey you need to follow to get the mobility and the look that you want. Number again, 501-663-2908. That is Horton's Orthotics and Prosthetics. So Dave Ellswick Show in the studio. Michael Ship is here as well as Steve Hester. I haven't let him play yet. It's called dingling, uh, you know, and dangling. Not dingling, but dangling. <laughs> dangling the things that you tuned in to hear so you stick around and listen longer. But I promise you, we will get to where we let these guys go because seriously, you got two of the better, if not best, blues players here in the central Arkansas area sitting together in this studio. I look at Chip and he, he smiles. He said, man, I should have made you my manager. I'm just, I'm just thinking the rooster is dingling. <laughs> dingle, dingle, little star. That's good, man. That's true. Steve, what's going on with you? Have, have things gotten any better on that deal that happened to you? You know, we went to the arraignment on Tuesday. Yes. And uh, his lawyer was there prepared to plea it down at, during that arraignment and didn't get to happen. So the judge said, is Mr. Hester here? Because I'd already called in, called the prosecutor, said, I'll be there at the arraignment. If I need to speak, I can. Uh-huh. And uh, he said, we're going to go ahead and send it to the prosecutor and let them make the decision who I have now contacted and will be in touch with today. Oh, okay. So you may know exactly what he's going to be charged with today. Then. Probably won't know today, but at least I'll get to give him my two cents. Maybe Monday. Yeah. Maybe Monday. What What are you hoping that they charge him with? Felony hit and run. Yeah, I would agree with that. That should, should be, even though he stopped and, and he just wanted to make sure you were breathing. Dude. Four things you have to do for it not to be a hit and run. The number one is to stop immediately, not 10 minutes later, not drive off and park and then come back. Yeah. You know, and then the second one is to tell the person you are the one that hit them. I'm the guy that was driving the other vehicle. Never told me that. Number three, you have to alert the law authorities and tell them there's been an accident that someone's been run over. He didn't do that. And then number four is give all your information, who you are and all that. He didn't do any of that. So there's, Three out of four, he definitely missed out on. So, 
I don't see. And the one he did do, yeah, it was you know not that's iffy. Yeah, really iffy. Are you familiar with this? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've kept up with it. Yeah, he got run over out at Oakland. Not good. Not good. This guy needs to go to jail for a long time. Because was he driving on a suspended? Suspended failure to appear. (laughs) Yeah, he's he's a piece of work. Yeah, he sounds like one of the more upstanding citizens out there in hot springs yeah. all right keep me up to date on that will do when it happens you come on and tell a hearing date of may the 14th i believe it is so oh one of those speedy trials right yeah. <laughs> people Actually, really and yeah that probably is speedy and yeah probably is. i'm i'm i just get irritated you know, that, crotchety. You, that will, only, that will only crotchety, be that they'll yeah. tell they'll tell on May fourteenth what he's been charged with, and we'll move forward. Is what that'll come. Yeah, and well, now we'll give you know you can go out and un- uncover all the evidence and all that. That'd be another six months or whatever. The good news is the truck he was driving was insured, so that's something we've been concerned about up till now. But it was so. That's okay. good, news. good stuff. All right, you hear that in the background? I hear a little bit of uh, guitar music being played. That means we got a break. When we come back. Live guitar music right out of the studios of the Dave Ellswick Show. Michael Ship Rooster Boy is here along with Steve Hester. Steve, you got a moniker that you go by? No. Used to go well. Used to go by the Voodoo Man, but I, those days are gone. All right, a break. Fox is next. Here we go. Bombay well, Black, famous. Bombay Black. Yeah. Eric Johnson, Bombay Black. Yeah. Yeah. We just talking about you, Eric. Yeah, baby. We know. We understand. We're looking. Anyway, bottom line is, yeah, he's Bombay Black's one of those groups that if they had gotten a break, they could have done something. I mean, they played over in Europe with uh, other bands and stuff as opening acts and stuff. They just never, never got to break. Because that's what it comes down to. I mean, look, Ship and, uh, you know, they used to, you know, do ZZ Top a lot. And didn't you guys open for ZZ Top a couple times? Uh, I worked for Okay. But it, it never turned into anything it's, for you. It takes a lot of things to fall in. It's a lot like the uh, athletics when you hear, um, you know, you might be a D1 player, but if someone really doesn't see you, or you might have a 96-mile-an-hour fastball, but usually they'll find you, but sometimes you fall through the cracks. And it's hard to keep a band I'm, together, I'm a perfect too. example of falling through the cracks, <laughs> flying under the radar. <laughs> you guys probably know that, too. It's a hard a, to that'd keep. be a great song, Flying Under the Radar. Has it been hard for you guys to keep your bands together over the yeah, years? I yeah, I mean, I, I don't try to keep a band together anymore. It's, I, it's why I always played three-piece. Yeah, me too. You know, I liked it, but it was less band members to, you know, Take care of it around the feet. Then have mm-hmm. about five other fallback guys if you couldn't get somebody, get somebody else. Okay, so I was telling you, there's a look, that it factor, as you were talking about, Chip, that, that uh, people who become stars get. This is Elise Davis. Does she not mm-hmm. remind you of Emmy Lou De- uh, Harris? Kind of. I wouldn't have said that looking, but now that you mentioned it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, anyway, she's got some... I just got a note from her today. She says she's got big, big news to announce here shortly. She looks way older than her years as far as yeah, more, mature, old, more mature. I'm she's saying. a lot younger than yeah. what that yeah. picture puts on. I'll just tell you that. She's hmm. got to yeah. be 23, 24 now. Yeah. Yeah, not, not, not old by any stretch of the imagination. All right, so what do you guys want to play? Everybody wants to hear you play. 
I know I think, they want to hear you play. I think Steve should sing this old B.B. King tune okay. in uh, C-flat minor. Yeah. <laughs> I opened for B.B. back in 2004 at Riverfest. So. Okay. Well, I'll turn it over to you guys. Go ahead.
nice job. I'm Thank a, you very I'm much. I'm watching. Thank I'm, you very I'm much. watching here on Facebook, and uh, it's a, it it trails a little bit by a few seconds. By by the way, Mike Chisholm says hello. Well, hello there. All right, he says the Rooster Barbershop <laughs> is Clint listening Chisholm. in. All right, my buddy Clint Chisholm. Yes. All right. So anyway, he wants you to know about that. He's running for JP down in Saline County. All right, a lot of people. Kerry Murphy running down there. Yeah. In, uh, well, he's running for state. Yeah, state, state rep. rep. Yeah. yeah, he's doing his thing down there, and uh, you know that time is getting close. You know, May twenty second, May seventh, I believe, is the start of early voting for the primary. So, you know, if you're interested in that, you better get uh, get cracking, or you're going to find yourself. Well, you know, Saline County is not a real political county. Not much ever happens around there, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, I hear you say that. I understand what you're saying, but uh, yeah, bottom line is, it's going to be an interesting primary season and all the democrats who thought there's a big blue wave coming nah can't can't create a wave out of a puddle i'm just telling you just the way it is you didn't have the bench you you blew it all during the bb era and it's done now thank goodness it's done all right so are you working on anything new steve anything that you got going that you looking to record anything other than the i'm actually looking at doing a, a gospel blues album Okay. And I've got some songs that I've already started writing that I haven't finished yet. And I've been speaking to Rick Bazette about going to some of the New Life campuses. And there you go. Get it done, so. That would be cool. That would be really cool. I, that's, you know, that's now that I'm looking for another venue to get out of the bars and the nightclubs. So, you know, the churches would be really good. Now, that happened just recently that you decided you'd had enough of the bars and, yeah. and whatnot. Right before I got ran over. Right before. Same night yeah spiritual battle going yeah. on there brother that's all i can say about that but yeah interesting interesting what you're trying to do let's talk about something before i'm going to turn to you to sing here in a few moments i gotta take a break so i got, i want to take us to the break by talking about writing because both of you write mm-hmm. yes tell folks how difficult it is to write people think that that stuff just falls on from heaven or something <laughs> not that easy well I mean, Steve can attest. Sometimes it kind of does, yeah. but it, you know, it's not. Sometimes it kind of falls from heaven for about three years. Okay. In two verses. Yeah. You know, <laughs> <laughs> Twisting and turning yeah. and trying to. And the rest of the song you got to wait on, yeah. right? And sometimes it's like Tommy James and you write some great music and then all of a sudden you get writer's block and you you can't write a, a lick anymore. I've got a song called When the Whistle Blows that I literally wrote in less than five minutes. It's probably one of the best songs I've ever done. But a little five-year-old in the truck said we stopped at a railroad track and the gates went down. So, And I'll tell this story before we play it. I said, and we stopped because that's what you do when the gates go down. And he said, you know, it's every time a train goes by, the whistle blows. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, there it is. A, a five-year-old gave me that line. <laughs> That sounds like a blues song, yeah, doesn't it? Exactly. And they're, I mean, seriously, really, or a country and western song. Well, I, I think a, a lot of people, a lot of writers, you know, they all realize that it either comes quickly or you have to work at it. And the ones that come quickly are the magic ones generally, you know, the ones you have to work at. Usually us humans screw that up somehow. But I I think, and I, I noticed this with my 14-year-old, if you've got that creative gene and half of your brain and people that do not have it do not understand this but your brain is ticking like your heart from the time you're born like 
you've always got a bead in your head. You've always, and I've always had that. It's like a trouble sleep. You've always got something going on on in half of your brain. And anybody that my buddy Billy Bob, he's lived that life. You've got something going on in half of your brain. That's that creative gene. And personally, I think if you could go back and talk to the the artists, the painters, you know, the Picassos, they were the same way. It just wasn't coming out musically, you know. And it's I, I think we're born with a creative gene, and that's why sometimes it either falls from the sky, you know, it's really up there, and it just we're going like, whoa, where'd that come from, you know? And and it it doesn't have to be words. It can be, you know, I've put this thing down for weeks at a time, many a times, and just this thing is mad the guitar yeah this thing being the guitar <laughs> <laughs> and uh that's right this is radio right well it's it's we're facebook live right now people are watching you a lot of people are watching you right now shazam, <laughs> shazam. <laughs> so, okay so yeah I mean, you get what i, I mean yeah. you sure, know I it's know a creative part of your brain i didn't mean to go that deep in that and interrupt steve's <laughs> we're good he actually had the train of thought, you know, at the railroad tracks while it goes. Well, that was good. <laughs> I mean, seriously, I talked, I was sitting down in um, San Antonio about 1983. Uh, Rainbow was in town and I was supposed to do an interview with them. And uh, the two guys out of Rainbow I got to talk to were Ian Gillum and Roger Glover. Now, they're known for another group that is much bigger than Rainbow and Deep Purple. Mm-hmm. And we were sitting talking, and I asked them about smoke on the water because I wanted to hear the story behind that. And because they were there in in uh, Lake Geneva, in over in in Switzerland, and uh, Frank Zappa had played the night before they were supposed to play there, and they shot, and they were going to record their next album at that location. And somebody, in fact, it was Eddie, some stupid from Flo Eddie, Flo and Eddie, <laughs> Eddie, a flare gun from the turkeys. Yeah, shot a flare gun <laughs> up into the roof and set the place on fire, burned it to the ground, basically. And they were sitting having tea in the morning because they're English, and uh, they didn't know what they were going to do. And Roger said he was looking out on Lake Geneva, and he looked at Ian. He says, "Man, look at the smoke on the water." And Ian said he looked at Ian, and Ian's eyes just lit up and they wrote the rest of that song in about four minutes on a napkin and the uh, opening chord for that roger came up with that in 10 minutes and that is probably one of the most recognizable rock and roll songs of all time it's the song everybody learns first yeah and and the guy that owned the casino uh because they were going to record there the next day because it was you know going to be empty or whatever Mm -hmm. for a while he called across town and got another place for them. The church. And the, the cops shut it down, and they ended up going somewhere else and had all that. They were able to unload that song out of their brain, or they and, likely could and have why? forgotten it. And why were they able to do it? Because Mick Jagger and the Rolling Stones had their mobile studio mobile by chance. Recording <laughs> and, yeah. uh, nice. took, and they took it over, and they put mattresses up in the windows of the of the church and began recording that that's one of the seminal rock and roll albums of all time just a definitely, great album definitely machine head it's a great album they were a phenomenal band i've watched a lot on them lately they were isn't it amazing talented. they got pissed off at each other and broke up richie blackmore and and all of them and went their own ways and in the end they all came back together again under a different name rainbow so was Richie there when you were doing their interview? Yes, in San he, he does not do interviews. I knew that. 
and he walked in while we were talking and came up and he took my Air Force cap that I was wearing and he put his cap that he was wearing on my head and walked out of the room. And so his he, was like a Walmart hat or yeah, something? Yeah, it, some, <laughs> it was just some piece of trash that he, that he probably took off on a homeless guy outside or something. But I mean, you know, seriously. He, He's got he, a Walmart hat and he says, hey, Richie Blackmore gave me this. Yeah, he does not, uh, he doesn't, uh, he does not talk. He doesn't like to sit down in front of the microphone. I don't, I've not heard more than maybe two interviews by Richie Blackmore. Boy, talked with his guitar. No, he, he wasn't the people person at all. He talked with his guitar. Yeah. Yeah. John Lord talked with his keyboards. Because I don't know if I've ever seen a John Lord interview. Did you ever see any interviews with him? I think after Deep Purple, he's done, done some, some stuff. stuff but I don't think during that time. No. I mean, Ian Gillen in his day, besides maybe Robert Plant, was the best rock and roll vocalist out there. Those two guys, there's nobody could touch them. It's a good argument. Well, Ian of course, Gillen, you, can you know, come he, up. He was on the album with Ian. He did G- Jesus Christ Superstar. He played Christ. Yeah, that's that's him. When you listen to that album, it's great. He's got a great voice. Yeah, he's he was awesome. A lot he of people. Glenn Hughes in there. Yeah, Glenn Hughes, good. Yeah, yeah. But I, I really, I was a, those two of my favorite groups from back in the sixties, but in early seventies, Deep Purple, and of course when Zeppelin. when David Coverdale replaced Ian, mm-hmm. there was a drop off big difference yeah yeah he could scream yeah there's something to be said for a rock and roll screamer (laughs) i mean no seriously byron yeah remember david byron i do i'm trying to think david david bryant byron was uh uriah heap wasn't he yeah okay yeah there you go yeah yeah there you go Funny story. I saw, I went to see them. Guess who opened for them? Manfred Mann and the Earth Band. All right. Manfred Mann got up there and, and just killed it. I'm saying I've never seen him play like that. They killed it. It was at the amphitheater in Chicago. They got done. They get called back up for a, an encore. So they do do a diddy diddy, right? Mm-hmm. Crowd goes crazy. After three encores, they pulled the plug on them. Fans got irritated. Wow! Yeah, throwing chairs up. Probably the, the closing act. One headliner become, did too. One become a, yeah, yeah. I'm sure that they did. <laughs> I'm sure. And anyway, uh, Uriah Heep comes on stage, and it was from the album that they did, where they they look like Greek statues on on the album cover. Do you remember that one? I forget what Not it demons was. And yeah, wizards. they were they were demons and yeah, wizards. No, nah. anyway, they're all yeah, standing there, you was. know, up yeah. there on the on the the stage, and they they went into easy living. And crowds started booing them. They did 20 minutes and left. Yeah. I don't That's blame not them. bad, but I'm gonna, yeah, I don't blame them either because they're great too. Yeah. But yeah, everybody they were an awesome band. Everybody was just blown away by, you know, what uh, Manfred Mann and the Earth Band did. A lot of those people that were there never even heard of Manfred Mann. Yeah. And they certainly didn't realize he went all the way back to 60s no, yeah. music. Uh, that, that, that that stuff they did as the Earth Band was really really good. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was excellent stuff. But that's just another one of those great rock and roll stories. Of course, did you ever see the De- the Dead in concert? Mm-mm. Played the longest concert I've ever gone six hours. 
That's Six a long show. Hour. Yeah, but everybody had their own stuff. And my drummer would quit. We <laughs> <laughs> had to have two fans. Yeah. All right. Go we're going to do a break. Come back. We'll do uh, Fox News coming up. And then when we come back, we're going to get Rooster Boyd's thing here. Get him on here. No, he's not going to. I'm not going to allow him to do the Razorback song. I refuse to let him do the Razorback song today on the Dave Ellswick show. Okay, so I let uh, Ship and I let Hester leave the studio for a moment to go get some coffee, and they haven't come back. <laughs> uh, I'm looking. Their attention span, Dave. No, they left two guitars with us, so I'm figuring they'll be back. And I was going to pick one up. However, I have not an ounce of talent yeah, in my bones. I can I. play the flute. That's about uh, it. By the way, as you're watching uh, today's uh, Facebook Live, Check out the new poster, movie poster that we hung here in the studio. Uh, this thing is almost the size of the wall. It's from Tomb Raider that came out uh, back on the March 16th. Uh, great Did movie. you see it? I haven't seen yeah, it. Yeah, I, I saw it. saw it the night it opened. She reminds me of really the like Hermione. Her, oh, yeah, from, from uh, Harry, Harry Potter. Potter. She kind of, in Emma, that picture, she does. Yeah, Watson. Emma Watson. Uh, mm-hmm. She doesn't. She's a much better actress, so I'll tell you that. <laughs> right. uh, but she's a good actress, too. I'm not going to knock her. She's done some really, Emma's done some good stuff. Mm-hmm. Of course, she had one of the biggest make, money-making movies of uh, last year in uh, Beauty and the Beast. Right. Because she played. All those little girls. She played Belle, what can mm-hmm. I say? So she made a lot of money off of that. It was interesting watching this movie, um, The Quiet Place, that stars Emily Blunt. Yeah. I yesterday. saw it last night. You gotta see it. It's a great movie. Really? It's a great Is it scary scary? Yeah, it's got I love scary it's scary. Got, it's got some good stuff in it. First third in the movie, nobody says anything because the key in the movie is that the aliens, if they hear a noise other than natural ambient noise. Seriously? They, they so attack. no noise other no, than ambient no, noise. There is no audible talking in the movie for the first third. For thirty per about 33% of the movie. So from what we learned about um, Screen Actors Guild, dang, those, yeah, extra, those poor extras in Three. the first there's not, but see, there's don't not, get there's, any there's, no, there's only one, as I sit there, sit here and think, in that movie, there's only um, one, two, three, four, five, six people in the movie. Wow. They got the family of four. There's a, another family member in the beginning of the movie, and there's a man who lives in a cabin down the road from him that you see one time and then none of those people are back again wow so it's it's really a good movie but anyway it's emily blunt taking on these aliens in places and i said uh, they should have said mary poppins versus the aliens because <laughs> in, on De- in december 25th emily blunt stars as mary poppins and mary poppins returns so and it's one of the movies that I'm really looking forward to seeing. There's two movies this year. Well, three, really, that I was really looking forward to. Tomb Raider, which we already have. I've got my worship site already set up for that. <laughs> next, <laughs> next, oh, next time there'll be um, candles and yeah. a shrine. and Yeah, like in, uh, yeah. like in the baseball movie. Did he put those scratch marks on her? No. <laughs> No, but I almost I did your not. guitar, and I'm, I'm sorry. Just, I'm just I'm I'm going to be like the guy in uh, in Major League that has the shrine to the curveball. Yeah, <laughs> he can't hit the chicken foot curveball. somewhere in there. Yeah, chicken foot. Yeah, I got to put that in there. Uh, the other thing is that uh, the other two movies are 
Mary Poppins Returns, which opens up in December. One open, the last one opens in July. And, and people think this is weird because I like all of these sci-fi and movies and this. The Incredibles 2 opens up in July. And I thought Pixar's The Incredibles is the best movie they ever did. Brad Bird did a great, great movie. Hashtag me too. Uh, but anyway. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Had to throw that in there. But anyway, he, you know, I'm looking forward to it. It looks really good. Did you, did, have you guys seen The Incredibles? Steve, did you see The Incredibles? Yep. I don't think I have. No, I bet yeah. Chip did because he's got kids. Absolutely. Seen it. Young kids. Yeah. Now, you, all you uh, got is a diabetic cat. And young grandkids. <laughs> but you know, about twice a year we get them, and it's usually something really cheesy that we go see. Okay, well, take him to see The Incredibles. Okay. Yeah, I like The Incredibles. It's a great movie. I definitely can't wait to see Mary Poppins Returns. They've, they've released the the trailer before the major trailers, you know, and the pre-trailer, I guess. I don't know. But anyway, it looks. You've been around awesome. long enough to know you're setting yourself up for disappointment. Yeah, I don't think so. Disappointment. Because I always tell this story. When Disney, when Walt Disney wanted to do Mary Poppins, and if you've seen, you know, Mrs. Banks or whatever it was, meets Walt Disney or whatever, which was about the making of Mary Poppins, she didn't want to give Walt Disney the ability to do the movie and he talked her into it finally when it took the people in to, <laughs> to see the songwriters and stuff and it, the first per- person they, the first song they go into is super califragilisticexpialidocious she's going what where does super you know coming from and all that but she finally let it uh, let it be made and it became a great movie but they wanted julie andrews to play mary poppins well, they sent her the script. She liked the script, but she said to Walt Disney, I can't do it because I'm pregnant. And Walt Disney said, we want only you. He stopped production of the motion picture, let her go through her pregnancy, have the child, have a few weeks at home, and then we started the movie. Hmm. So now they decided to do Mary Poppins, and they found Emily Blunt, and they thought she would be perfect for the part of Mary Poppins. They sent her the script. She came back and says, I want to do it, but I'm pregnant. <laughs> Are you serious? Wow. They stopped the production on the movie, waited through. She went through her pregnancy, had the child, and then they did the movie with her. They, they're like staying true it's to... Kind of, well, it's just, that's just so weird. Yeah, that is. It's just, I mean, that is weird. So I'm just thinking that's like karma or something. And I don't believe in karma. But the bottom line, I it just kind of fits that whole kind of a feel to it, kind of creepy. You don't be believe honest. in karma? No, I don't believe in karma. I don't think karma is the right word yeah. you're looking for. There. But Re- reaping what yeah. you sow. Yeah, I mean that's I'm I'm looking forward to this, and you'll like kismet, yeah, kismet, whatever you know, <laughs> serendipity. How's that? I'm I'm looking at ship and since you, and and same thing with you. If you got kids, yeah, older kids, and you got. You know, kids exactly. that are still growing up, and you got older and you got younger. Here's the, mm-hmm. the key for the, the Quiet Place. Emily Blunt says a line in the movie that is the the theme. When you look at the movie as a whole, she said what the theme in the movie was about. She, she says, as parents, we're supposed to protect our children. How are we going to protect our children? And that's what the movie's all about. Is that core thing that you get whenever you have a kid, right? Or if you're if if you're not, uh, you know, just a total idiot as a parent, how do you take care of the kid? 
How do you protect them? You know, we all been there. We all know what that feels like. It's and, a process. Yeah. And that movie is really good. I highly recommend I don't. Uh, is that a new movie? Yeah. Just came oh. out today. Okay. I went and saw it last night. Oh, what's the name of it? The Quiet Place. The Quiet Place. It's a sci-fi movie, by the way. It's a horror movie. Got a little aliens in it. But uh, it's got a really, really strong message. Emily Blunt plays the female lead. Does it have horror like stuff crawling out of people's skin no I can't do that no it doesn't it's, it's not like that not like that kind of alien it okay. does have an alien in it it does get a couple of close-ups they're kind of creepy but like alien like outer space yes. or alien like across the border alien. <laughs> <laughs> no these are legal aliens okay. that have their sag not immigrants okay. they all have their sag cards okay. and so, well, I mean, it is your show and all, know, you, know, you, know you know never that. know right? you know about that all right so the bottom line no they're it, it's a good movie. It's really a good movie. And I think that you've tried it. But I just like, you know, you always look for some of the deeper meanings that they're trying to. And I, I, I thought that was a pretty big and main theme in the movie. And mm-hmm. Zach felt the same way. So I think I, I may have hit upon something. I'm sure we'll see it. My lovely wife, Kim, keeps up with the movies and we watch them well, frequently. Go see this one. Okay. Steve, take your wife and go see this one. I will. Well, I won't take Marianne. She hates sci-fi movies. Oh, well, it's... Maybe yeah. take the grandkids or something. No, no. no I, wouldn't, I wouldn't take anybody under 13 or 14 years old. It might be really too intense okay. for them. Well, that's illegal. You know? yeah. He needs to stick to his wife. Yeah, better take my wife. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag me, too. Marianne. Anyway. <laughs> Everybody, we've, we've been getting some uh, feedback. People loving the music here. Really I, I just wanted to gone. say that you guys started without me and Steve a while ago. We didn't step out to do what musicians would normally <laughs> yeah, do. We, do. We that, were yeah. making coffee down I, there. You oh, know. you got you had to make a new pot. Yeah, There's still some after left? we found it in the hot chocolate can, we had to make. <laughs> and I, and I, forgot, I forgot. I forgot. warned you about <laughs> and that. And I lifted one of your old cups. So yeah, you can have one. You can have that if you want it. That's a collector's oh, item. Yeah, it's a collector's item. I got one of your new ones. Yeah, this is my new one. I'm taking care of the environment. Anyway, let's turn it back over. I'm going to give it over to, to Michael Ship now and let these two guys uh, entertain you now with uh, with some music. So I've got a surprise just for you. All right. Let's what do you got? you recognize this song. All right. This may bring it back. Are we going to, to southern Arkansas? Are we, are we no, traveling to a this isn't my song. I oh. wish I would have written this song. Like oh. I wish I would have written yesterday, but I didn't. <laughs> so. All right. So this one's A. Well, it's a lonesome in this old town I'm a face without a name I'm just a walking in the rain I'm going back to Houston 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 I got a hose in both of my shoes I'm a walking case of the blues I saw a dollar yesterday but the wind blew it away I'm going back 
to Houston, Houston, Houston. One more time. Houston, Houston, Houston. Gonna play my guitar. I'm going back to Houston, Houston, Houston. I got a girl there waiting for me. At least she said she'd be. I got a pillow with a big warm bed. And a feather pillow to rest my head. I'm going back to Houston, 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 going back to Houston, Houston, Houston. Remember that one? Oh, yes. <laughs> That's good stuff. That was good stuff. That is excellent. You know, we're doing, we're zeroing in on the blues. It, why the blues, Michael? Why me, the blues? Yeah. I mean, that's what you basically, you like to play. Well, it's three chords, and every now and then I'll put in a fourth one. <laughs> and it's, you know, it's based around not having to remember it. No, it, it's... <laughs> It's I. No, he's telling the truth. That's what right. it is. Okay. It's um, like a lot of guys that grew up in the '60s era. Like my first influence, of course, my dad was a huge Johnny Cash fan, and okay. I put him up there with you know the Elvis. Growing up in Blyville, Arkansas, Northeast Arkansas, it was a mecca. You know, sixty miles from Memphis. However, my first influence on music were the beatles the stones the animals were a huge influence when i started wanting to be a musician all the black blues artists and so as you start learning all of that you know i was more of a stone you know you got coke and pepsi ford chevy and stones beatles i was I'm more stones uh, me, too. Mm-hmm. me too and and so when you start seeing that and i wanted to be a drummer and you start studying where that stuff come from. Like then, then I saw Johnny Winter. Then I saw Alvin Lee in ten years after, and that made me really want to play guitar. But what really made me want to play music that really was the blues, mm-hmm. but wasn't the blues, was in nineteen sixty six or seven. We we went to the Ruddle Road Church of Christ as a kid in Blyville, Arkansas. And I can remember Johnny Cash was coming to Dice, Arkansas, which was 15 minutes away, to uh, play at the Dice Gymnasium that day. Well, growing up, and now I'm 
nine or ten, something like that. I'd listen to all of those rockabilly cats and everything, yeah. hearing about them. Well, my dad was going to take us to see the matinee performance on Sunday afternoon, and I can remember him and my mom telling me and my little sister, don't tell anyone at church you're going to see Johnny Cash. <laughs> of course, I didn't know why, mm-hmm. but now, you know, later I did. Well, actually, after meeting Johnny in the bathroom, I realized. Uh-oh. But when he came out, when Johnny – now, keep in mind, the opening act was the Statler Brothers – maybell carter carl perkins Doing flowers on the wall right okay. <laughs> carl perkins was there and and it was like but when johnny cash came out it was the same thing i would see years later when i saw elvis at barton coliseum it's it's a whole nother ball game and you see this magic coming out i mean mm-hmm. that's johnny cash it. you know it's yes yeah but that's they, the it factor but they yeah, all had yeah. it factor but yeah. johnny cash had this it it factor but that yeah. made me want to be a musician and then fast forward to the 2000s and i got to work with him in the studio he still had that wow it factor. now that it's must like, have been cool to work with the man it, it would be like this guy john wayne okay it's the it's that deal you know no matter who you're working with johnny cash and elvis and john wayne they're on a different level than everyone else all right so steve's worked with winner yeah, you you, yes. you worked with Winner. Well, he Winner. probably didn't remember it the next day. But. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'm just saying, you know, when you when you start talking about those musicians, it, that's the it. Yeah, yeah, it really is. I mean, it's just they're. A, I mean, I don't know what it is. I mean, I do know what it is, but I don't know how you move from having it to it. Yes, I mean, well, it's some kind of charismatic kind of thing to it. It's kind of like Bill Clinton. I mean, you know. Bless his heart. I mean, bless his heart. I know heart. people who know Bill Clinton personally, and they said, you know, he's lying to you, but you still want to believe him. Yeah. Just, yeah. I, just I, got well, I understand exactly yeah. what you're saying. That's what all the women said. You know, he's lying to you, but you want to believe him. That's, you know, that's the way it of is. Johnny Cash, you want to do a Johnny Cash tune? Sure. Let's do Falsam Prison. All right. Oh, all right. right. E. Love that. Yeah, I'll sing it. We right. got, do we got to get one more break in? Let's do that first. Okay. Then we'll come back. Falsam Prison. Here on the Dave Ellswick Show, and we've got Michael Shipp and we've got Steve Hester in. More music coming your way in just a moment. Back with you. Hey, we got some uh, information about the ball game tonight for the Travelers. With that information, it's the voice of Dickie Stevens Park. Here's Russ McKinney. Thank you, Dave. Uh, the ballpark is not going to be open tonight. No baseball tonight. But uh, the game has been postponed till tomorrow, a doubleheader tomorrow night. If you had tickets for tonight's game, go ahead and show up tomorrow night. Get ready for some baseball tomorrow night. And uh, game time tomorrow, 5-10 tomorrow evening. And gates will open at 4-10. So grab the friends, grab the family, come out for a great night of baseball in North Little Rock. And now, here's the lineup for your Arkansas travel. Anyway. I had not got the lineup for him, but I do know that... <laughs> Chuck Taylor is playing for the Travs this year. All right. Very good. All right. So we got time. We got about four minutes. We can get Folsom Prison Blues in in four minutes because it was about a two and a half minute song. So a- after listening to him, I didn't know we were supposed to speak in a deep <laughs> voice. He makes me feel like I'm Minnie Mouse. All something. right. Well, let, let's turn it over to you and let's hear a little Johnny Cash. I hear that train a-coming, it's rolling around the bend. I ain't seen the sunshine, I don't know when. Lord, I'm stuck in Folsom Prison, and time keeps rolling on. And the train keeps a-rolling, 
on down to San Antonio. Well, I bet there's rich folks sitting in that fancy dining car, drinking cups of coffee and smoking big cigars. Well, I know I had it coming. I know I can't be free. But that train keeps rolling, and that's what tortures me. Play guitar. told me, son, always be a good boy, don't ever play with guns, but I shot a man in Reno, just to watch him die, and when I hear that lonesome whistle, I hang my head and cry, Lord, when they free me from this prison, if that railroad train was mine. No, I'm gonna chase it a little farther down the line Far from Folsom Prison That's where I want to be Oh, but I hear that lonesome whistle And that's what tortures me So we're back with you. I just heard Steve and uh, Michael talking to each other and said, let's do an Almond Brothers song. Now, are we doing it? Are we doing a pre Dickie Betts or are we do and Dwayne, Dwayne Almond and all of them? Or are you doing Dickie Betts, you know, eat a peach album kind of. Almond you Brothers? just said we had an hour to go and yeah. I was just going to play an hour's worth of Almond Brothers. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> One song. You're gone, man. Go. Yeah. Well, you know, when, when people. Philip and I got on the air a couple of times, and we made our list of the greatest live albums ever recorded. And my top two was number two was Live at Leeds with The Who. But number one was the Allman Brothers Live at the Fillmore. Yep. That that album is killer. It's just a killer, killer album. A lot of people live and know anything about music. El, was it El, Eleanor Rigby? Didn't they do not not the Beatles, Eleanor Rigby? But they to, to, for Eleanor something. I forget what that song was on on uh, the lot uh, the uh, the Fillmore album. But they that album is just awesome. Elizabeth Reed. Elizabeth Reed. Thank you very much. <laughs> I just I got the Beatles and I got the Allen Brothers just transposed. Oh, there. they're an easy act to confuse. Yeah, they really were yeah. so much alike. <laughs> The, both, the they were both top. bands. Yeah, they both were bands. That's about as close as they came. Those guys were awesome. It took you know it took them so long to really kind of quote become mainstream. The Almond I mean, Brothers. Eat a Peach yeah. was the album that broke through for them on radio. I mean, underground radio. That's what they used to call FM radio. Yeah. Right. Uh, under <laughs> underground radio. 
they would play the long tracks and you would get all the, the great, eight minute tracks. Yeah, the Almond Brothers stuff, you know. You didn't get the two yes, and a half. This is uh whipping <laughs> post by yeah, the there Almond you Brothers. Go. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what it was. It's Clive Clifford. That's who it was, you Clive know. Clifford, yep. Clive doing his thing. I've got to get him on and and just he's talk around. to him about I know he's around. And when we do, I'll bring you guys in and we can all sit here and just talk music. Cool which would be a great thing to do uh, because that's when music was great. And I'm not saying it because I'm a crotchety old man. I'll put up anything. I'll put up anything. We could make music 60s. great again. Yeah, that's it. I'm going to be the, the Donald Trump of rock and roll. <laughs> but bottom line is, is that you're looking at uh, the late 60s, early 70s. Those bands put any, a lot of bands, except maybe Metallica and some other ones, you know, totally to shame. I mean, they weren't paying attention to you, Dave, because I, I that know, was you taking a, a picture. picture. I've already posted pictures of them on social media. It was media. for them. There you it. Was for Is them. that for you? They have to be divas, so too. You, what, you going to print that and have me sign it? <laughs> Thanks, guys, for coming in. <laughs> love, love Dave. <laughs> was like, Michael was, like, confused for me. I'm like, wait, what? Oh, my. Okay, well, are we so, talking about baseball still? Or no, we're talking about the Johnny Almond Bench Brothers. Again, or? We're talking about the Almond oh. Brothers. The Almond Brothers. You can get Johnny Bench to sign my picture. Yeah, there, you like that. Okay, so it was Dwayne, and who else was the brother that died early on? Barry Oakley was That's the bass Barry player. Oakley, okay, that yeah. died early on. Dwayne died on his motorcycle. Was eating, it not? Was eating it, peaches. Yeah, yeah, eating peaches. I mean, was that not because of the scarf I heard that he was wearing or something like that? It hooked up on the wheel of the motorcycle? I don't, I don't remember I always that just story. heard that he rear-ended a peach truck. No. Uh, That's I think where the he, name uh, of the album came from. Are you kidding? I'm no. not kidding. No, that's the truth. Oh, my Lord. That's morbid. That is morbid, but it's the truth. <laughs> got to watch those pits, man. Yeah. I mean, it sounds I'd like... have to go brush up on that history. Okay. But I want to say it was sliding under like a city bus or something. But yeah. I'd be wrong. Uh, I just know this. He was one of the great guitarists of all time, and his uh-huh. time was cut short. But don't ever underestimate Dickie Betts. No, Dickie was really good. I'm not saying he Still wasn't. Is. Yeah. Is, how old is he now? I think he's um, 72 or 73. Yeah, I'm going to say he's, he's about half a decade older than I am. I know that. But, he, yeah, he can play. I I saw the – His band Great Southern uh, had some good tunes too. Okay. Dickie Betts and the Great Southern, that's a pretty pretty decent album. Of course, there was the other Almond brother. Remember Greg fell asleep in a plate of spaghetti in front of Cher. <laughs> nice. <laughs> At the dinner table. That's that's when he was doing all the drugs. Now I, he he's passed, hasn't he? Yes, Greg. Yeah, he yeah. passed about a year or so ago. He was really a, he was a very accomplished musician as well. I don't think he got his. He really got all of his props that he should have gotten. Well, they were a cover band except for the songs he wrote. You know, uh, early on, like mm-hmm. you know, like what was it? The first one or two songs he ever wrote were dreams. You know, which is like this iconic song that'll stand the test of time right you know, that, right so yeah he he was the the talent there now dickie later on contributed you know like rambling man and as far as the writer song. but but uh yeah greg was a huge writer he really was and could we were talking about rock vocalist you'd have to put him in top five of rock vocalist of all time because he could 
sing their songs, but he could have sang anybody else's too. He did could have sang Joe Cocker. Do, did you hear him do Tuesday's Gone when he did it? Mm-hmm. The Skinner song, Tuesday's Gone, mm-hmm. he killed it. I'm Done kidding. that. I heard him do Old Stones like um, that. Uh, what was it? The, um, oh, I forgot. Anyway, I've heard him do old 60s and 50s songs, you know, and the old blues songs like at the, at the end of the street song yeah, you know yeah. and stuff i mean he could just make you cry basically and he had that it factor so yeah it's and then the rest of the band <laughs> you know that that was like an all-star baseball team they were like a around. family too yeah were they not that's what yeah, i've always they got good. along and they fought and got along yeah. and fought and, and they stood outside muscle shoal studios saying you know when can we play we, we want to be we want to be session musicians they really were session musicians for a long time and they got to do what they loved and made, you know, gazillions of dollars for it, you know, playing live. Only in the last, what, 10 years have people understood what came out of Muscle Shoals? I mean, how... Non-musicians. How imp- well, musicians. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, but yeah. I mean, how imp- how impressive what they did there at that studio really was. It's kind of like going over to Memphis for stacks, the same thing, mm-hmm. you know. My wife thinks I'm nuts because every time we go to Memphis, I want to go to the Stax Museum. But yeah, you're talking sure. great music that came out yeah. of Stax. Yeah, and you know we have locally here we have the great Mr. Al Bell, you know, and my buddy GT Greg right. Thompson. That um, you know they're still trying to do wonderful things based on Mr. Bell's history and everything. So it's there's a that's a whole encyclopedia See, that's the coming difference out of there between now and then is that you had all these independent labels out there that were out discovering all the talent that was floating around. Now, this goes back to the late 50s on. But, you know, from Chicago, you had you had Chex Records, and you, and you had um, a Checker. And, I mean, that was some of the, the best black music. That the was, Chess Brothers. Was, yeah, yeah, it was going on. It was great. Then you go up to Detroit, and you get Motown. I mean, think about all the great music that was. Well, being you had Motown, then. but you had a whole other era breaking out at the same time of Motown, like the Mitch Ryder and the Detroit Wheels. And well, all the that more underrated bands, as well as uh, Rare Earth, wh- who was an underrated band mm-hmm. when they were out. I mean, it's just. I'm just telling you, the the, the music oh, then wait, was wait, so wait, much wait. better. Had this one. There you go. Yeah, and Teddy, fellow conservative. You know? Yeah, baby, he definitely loves his guns. <laughs> I, have you read Red, White, and Ted? No, have you I ever have read not. that album? No. Or uh, not the album, but the book? I have not. He talks about. Well, I got to take a break right now in writing because we're having a, a shooting Friday night, and <laughs> we just got in three pallets of thirty caliber machine guns. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Which is the truth. Most I'm sure. of the, most yeah. of the weekends he has disabled vets at his ranch that's awesome you know with him he's a great guy he really is i interviewed him in phoenix uh after i'd interviewed him in the air force in fact he got the interview because i had interviewed him and he remembered me and i got him a a ride in an f-16 and uh i sat down i said are you packing today ted and if you go on youtube you can see the interview still and he says yeah he says i got my kimber right here and he's like down on the table along with two uh you know two magazines he had with him and i said so uh, you don't believe in uh two two in the in the chest and one in the head and he says oh no no just one in the head and he's dead 
<laughs> he was a great. He's a great interview. They call him the Motor City Madman for a reason. You get him talking, <laughs> just sit back and listen. Just sit back and listen. All right, what do you guys want to do next? I want to do my theme song. Cool. Awesome. All right, let's do that. That's not the Razorback song, is it? Oh, no. <laughs> I love I'm just little, I'm red, jab- little red rooster. Yeah, I'm ja- I'm j- I'm jabbing ship now. This is another one I I wish I would have written. Okay. So it's a we'll do a tribute to Howlin' Wolf here. Oh. Cuz I, well. I don't know if I got my Howlin' Wolf voice with me today or not. I got a little red rooster. Too lazy to crow the break of day. Mm, I got a little red rooster. Too lazy to crow the break of day. Been no peace in my barnyard. My little red rooster went away. Dog begin to bark, the hogs begin to howl. Well, the dog begin to bark, the hogs to howl. Well, there's been no peas in my barnyard. My little red rooster went on the prowl. Lay it down one time. See my little red rooster, please send him home. Yeah, you see my little red rooster, won't you please send him home? We've been no peace in my barnyard yeah, since my little red rooster. How, 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 hmm, been gone. See, all that music that we've talked about by all these other groups all found its start with Howling Wolf and others. Yes, sir. Willie Dixon, Howling Wolf, Muddy Waters. Muddy Waters is the John Wayne of music, by the way. Sure, yeah. Yeah, and people, a lot of people have no idea. Yeah, who? What are you talking about? Yeah, that's right. But the Rolling well, and you Stones got the three kings. Them. You got the three kings. You got to throw in there. Okay, and they are BB, Freddie, and Albert. <laughs> All right, I love BB King. BB King was one of the nicest men. I was in college. He came to Moorhead State University to do a concert. Did a about an hour and a half with Lucille, and then uh, they took a break. 
took a folding chair, pulled it up to the front of the stage, set his guitar down, and talked to anybody who would come up and talk to him. This is the nicest guy down to earth Back I've to ever it met. factor. Back to it. He had yeah. that star power it factor, which in blues, you know, Freddie and Albert were equally as talented, I guess, especially as far as influential. Right. But B.B. had that extra it factor star power where he could cross over, you know, he could play Vegas or anywhere, you know. I think it came down his stage presence. When he was on stage, you couldn't take your eyes off the man. It was kind of the same thing I was talking about earlier with Johnny Cash is that just, you know, there's a magic there somewhere that Elvis, Cash, B.B., you know, the Beatles had, the Stones have. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a zillion rock acts, but they don't all, as great as they are, they don't all have that. Yeah, Beach you know? Boys, another example. I mean, I I don't even know if they perform anymore. But, I mean, the Stones, every couple of years, they go back on tour because they got to have that fix that they have, that they get from being it on is stage. A, it is a fix. I mean, it is a, it is an addiction. Music is an addiction, for sure. Well, and well, the crowd is an addiction, well, isn't sure, it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And don't forget Leo Sayer. Mm. <laughs> How could you? <laughs> I, yeah, Leo. There's Sayer. a lot of googling going he on. Was, he was, Who he was Leo really Sayer? good. What was the name of that song that he sang? That was he I'm had like to one hit. Dancing. Yeah, well, he had that, but he had another Dancing. one. He had another one. It was like this mournful song. It's kind of a blues song. Yeah, it was. It was a bluesy kind of uh, song. Falsetto blues. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, he wasn't just your average one-hit wonder. I'm just, yeah, he's a (laughs) two-hit Yeah, and, you know, he is the only guy, I think, that his underwear was tighter than the Bee Gees. I'm just saying. I love the Bee Gees. That's one of my favorite. All, all women love the Bee Gees. Yeah. Oh, I just the, love the music. And I like Tragically Wide. All the women love Tragically <laughs> no, Wide. No. No. I love the music. Zing. I still listen to it every day. I love the Bee Gees. And Andy Gibbs. Well, you got your Bee Gees 60s and early 70s. Then you got your, John, you got your like. John Travolta Bee Gees. Yeah. Your other Bee Gees. I like all of it. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, the, their songs they wrote lonely as days. kids. I love Lonely stuff. Days. Yeah, that's all right. all of that stuff. And, that was a good yeah. song. And they were not just your average baby, baby, hey, baby, baby, yeah. hey, baby, baby songs. They they had content to them when you go back. Like the, what's the name of the the plane crash song? And yep. when you really listen to the lyrics, it's it's Some really good stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. But, you know, when the, the brother who died from the abdominal surgery. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to, that was, was that, that wasn't Barry. Barry's still alive. Yeah, Barry's the only one. Yeah, the middle brother, I guess it was. Maurice. Maurice, Maurice yeah. yeah. One of the twins. When, when, he, when he passed, he was like, he was like, I guess, the glue that kept them together because when he died, they got, they lost their way. It wasn't well, like. Well, he didn't want to sing, did he, anymore, I don't think, because they, I don't think they could get along. There at the end. I would have to research my history. Well, there. I am a historian of the BGs. Okay, so the the, the I'm yep. pretty sure that they they he's the one that brought them back for the last time. Yeah, but so you're right there. But so they who, just who really... was it that sang "I Started a Joke"? Great song, by the way. The young, the youngest. Andy the young, Gibb? An, no, not Andy. No, the other one. Andy uh, was. Like, I think oh, that was still to... Barry. But Robin sang the Robin. one. Robin's the one that. You know, might have been yeah, Robin that put sang the, that Put one. the finger in his ear when he sang. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, 
I started a joke. It was a now great that's song. Robin the Bee Gees, yeah. not to be confused with Burt Ward. Yeah, or Robin Trower. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever happened to him, by yeah, the he's way? He's still playing. He's, still he's, around, he's on he's tour now, I think. Well, I'd, I'd love to be his bass player and vocalist. Robin, if you're listening to me out there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, seriously, that man could play, too. For days, yes. And and it's like he fell, he fell off the face of the earth or something. I mean, Bridges' size was a huge, yeah. huge hit. Well, now you know the music no, I used two, to listen to. Two Rolling to. Stones. Yeah. He's... Favorite song ever. Yeah, yeah great, sure. great song. He's continued to play. I don't think he's ever stopped, and he's, you know, he just doesn't have to, but he... Great He, voice, he hangs in too. there. He had a great voice. Powerful voice. Well, that was actually his bass player. To sing this the song? Well, he was good. Excellent. And this yeah. says it was, all three of them wrote it. Wrote what? Well, they probably all got for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, yeah, they they all collaborated together. Okay, I've been told we have to break. Steve, when we come back, you want to sing again? Sure. Okay. Absolutely. We'll he needs that. to sing another song. Let's talk about Errol. Uh, Errol Plumbing. Uh, Earl has done things right with Errol Plumbing. They are the, pl- the, the plumbers that I call. 100% satisfaction guaranteed. If you're not 100% satisfied with the service that they provide, they refund all your money. If their plumber smokes or swears in your home, doesn't wear the shoe colors, covers, or has not been drug tested, they don't pay for the service. If a repair fails in the first year, they'll repair it again at no charge. That's the, they back. They stand behind their uh, the work. They they take care of your family. Uh, they'll treat you like family. I mean. Who lets uh, you know their uncle come in and, and curse like a sailor? You don't do that. Bottom line is, Arrow takes good care of you. Find out more about them. If you want to get them, they come by to your house and take care of things. Go to uh, arrowplumbing.net or just look for them on Google at Arrow Plumbing. All right, we have very little time. When we come back, we're going to tear the guys loose. Just turn them loose and let them uh, play some Almond Brothers. And uh, they are ready for that. They, they're looking forward to it. I, I talked to him for like 20 minutes, and he had said they were going to do Almond Brothers, so I'll let them do it when we come back. Right now, though, Fox News coming up. you got a minute to find out what's happening in the world, and then we'll let you, you know, th- these guys entertain you when we get back here on the Dave Hellswick Show. Okay, so Michael Shipp and Steve Hester are in the studio. I'm going to turn them loose right after I tell you about Sonny's Auto Salvage, your number one choice for recycled auto parts. RD will tell you that most people do not understand that Sonny's can replace transmissions and engines and all that stuff because he's got the mechanics, the technicians there that can do it for you. I've used them. I've had a transmission put into my car, my 2009 uh, Corolla, and uh, Val, who's sitting over in the side and, and listening in on the music today, uh, had an engine put in her Durango. So still running good. It's still running great, oh. yeah. And they do a great job. Gives you, you know, get yourself a warranty. I've got a three-year, uh, you know, uh, unlimited mileage, parts and labor, uh, you know, warranty on my car. And uh, that, and then he saved me $700 on how much it costs to put it in. Uh, so call RD over at Sunny's Auto Salvage to take good care of you, especially for the big stuff, 982-7451. That's the number to call, 982-7451. Got a half hour left. It's a Friday. I'm going to shut up and let these guys play. You guys want to do Allman Brothers? Sure, we'll Go do for one, it. yeah. All right. First, I, I want to say that Steve Hester and I, we've 
ran for the same circles. We're from the same side of the tracks and everything, but we, to this day, have never played together. So it's been an honor and a pleasure to play tunes with you, man. Likewise. I've enjoyed it. And I'm I, looking forward to doing it again. Absolutely. And we'll have Anytime, to do that. Anytime, guys. We'll have Anytime. to do that. And um, my, you know, a lot of folks know that my main gig these days is selling real estate. And um, I'm in Benton at Old South Realty, and I want to do a shout-out to all the gals that I work with and guys uh, at Old South Realty there in Benton so I won't get killed tomorrow or hit with anything Okay. and uh, and everything. So, anyway, we'll we'll go from there into uh, an Almond Brothers tune. Cool, and I'll throw a shout-out to Steve Hester and Sons, HVAC and Electrical. Cabot, you guys call us. up here on the second floor get out this time i won't be stuck no more raise up your window baby let me ease out soft and slow lord there's people down there and they're talking that stuff that they don't know ain't but one way out baby lord i just Oh, man. 
just might be your big old no good two-timing fat belly ball headed monkey grim man mama i don't Some good stuff for you. Did you learn that last line first when you did Probably, that? Song? Yeah. <laughs> That's a good line. That's a good <laughs> line. Earlier in the show, if you weren't here, uh, Ship mentioned a group that I mentioned to Steve a few weeks ago, Alvin Lee, and 10 years after. Now, that's a guy in his heyday was amazing. I, I still say. I, I saw the movie Woodstock when it first came out. I literally walked out of the theater, walked around to the ticket office, bought another ticket, and went right back in only because I wanted to see Alvin Lee and 10 years after do I'm Going Home Again, one of the most electrifying performances ever that I've ever seen. And you, you and remember that's that, That's right? like 1% of Alvin Lee's repertoire. You know, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, when I was... 13 14 something like that i got to go with an older buddy i think actually a principal from junior high or something to see 10 years after at barton coliseum and i didn't know who they were i'd never heard of them i mean I, you, you were know. in for a big surprise and and it i would not be playing guitar if i would not have went to that concert it was the neatest sound just everything about it the it just made me want to switch play guitar i mean and and he you know, I've seen him 10 times over before he passed away a few years ago, and, and he's just way, way, way underrated, but he was a rock guitar player. You know, I mean, he could bring it. He put so much weight on. That was the problem. I mean, you look at him at Woodstock and then look at him later. I mean, look at me when I was watching Woodstock. Yeah. But the yeah. bottom line was it led to a lot of the health problems uh, that he had. Story about him, I don't know if it was true or not, that he would sit in – in class, uh, when he was uh, a young man, he broke the neck of a guitar off and tied the strings at the bottom of it on, and he would sit in class and practice runs while he was in class. Well, I, I He don't, was as fast yeah. as I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah. He was ridiculous. <laughs> now, he, you know, he had a limit of what he did. He did a lot of the same thing, which was a, a, a huge you know, bookshelf to choose off yeah. of. But still, I mean, as a rock guitar player, he was just, you know, with the wall of marshals and the sound and everything. And, you know, he wasn't that great of a writer or anything, but as far no. as the entertaining performer. it factor and performer, he brought it and had a great band always, you know, to go with it. Ultimate song he ever did was Standing at the Station. Well, it's, I love yeah. that song. I can listen to that song we were talking about All live albums. The live album he made on Chrysalis Records, the 10 years after live, I think it was 74 or something like uh -huh. that. I I burned the grooves on several of those, you know, but it, it's in my top probably three, four albums, you know, of live records we were talking about. And doing a live album is not easy. That's why they record three or four shows typically mm -hmm. to find the best, you know, that you do 
because you're not on or not ignited every night the same way. Yeah, or now in the digital world, since the 80s, they record sort of a show so they can say it's live. Then yeah. they go and dupe the same sound in the studio and overdub everything. You know? Really? Yeah. I, yeah. Breaking my heart here. Why well, the live album sounds so <laughs> studio now. So good, huh? Yeah. <laughs> but the 10 years after one I was talking about was recorded on that same Railing Stones mobile unit, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so. That just... There's just something about that time. A little, I, bit, I, little bit. I do believe that is all the golden age, don't don't you? I mean, I agree that the early stuff is important, but what they did with it into the late 60s and early 70s is they took it to a whole other level. Well, and, and, yeah. Then you go into the Beatles and all of that up to the late 60s being on four track and bounced to 30 times and what yeah. George Martin and all those cats did. Even Al Cooper and Tom Dowd with Southern Stuff did amazing studio work back to Muscle Shows and all that. The Beatles didn't record anything in stereo, I understand, until Sgt. Pepper. That's when they did first uh, first stuff in, in stereo, which amazed me because the Stones were already doing stereo stuff. I don't. I wonder why they wanted to I think it was all about the 45s and releasing. No, nah, okay. You know, that makes sense. All done at Apple, of course, but still, you know, I, I'm still out of the Beatles. I'm a George Harrison fan. During what? during their heyday, he didn't get his no. his uh, his props, you know. But when when he went out and what was it, Dark Horse was that who he was recording with and and did so much stuff, the concert for Bangladesh just ignited people to George Harrison about. The PBS George uh, tribute to George, like the year after he died, they just had on local PBS lately. Maybe of all of those all-star tribute shows from Carl Perkins, Roy Orbison, you know, all yeah. kind of like. But that one for George, it, it's the best I've ever seen. You know, where Clapton was on there and Paul McCartney and Ringo. And, I mean, it was it wasn't just your average vanilla all-star thing. It was yeah. excellent. Like Paul McCartney come, came out and played um, uh, While My Guitar Gently uh. Weeps on a ukulele. Oh, my. <laughs> and, oh, my. Uh, it, I hadn't seen was, that. Yeah, you'll have to see it. It's It was just on PBS like within the last month. That'd be the worse first time I'd seen seriously. it. I think it was made in... It was made the year after George died, whenever that was. Yeah, HBO had a great series of it. It was like four episodes of it and was really really good especially the last one where he of course was very very sick and was talking about his career and stuff and talking about how you know everybody was thinking that you know he was talking about the the spirituality of, of his for his life at the end and things of that nature it was really interesting to hear him talk well and you take george's vocals out of their voc out of their hit songs mm -hmm. and it's missing a big gap missing you know it's, but everybody uh, thinks john or paul were the the big forces and you know i'm going to agree john did a lot and paul did a lot of the writing but i agree with you if you take george out of the mix you don't have the beatles anymore well, everyone has a role to play yeah and ringo was just as underrated as he's a, drummer. a good drummer I mean, he's he was solid and he did exactly what was needed they, he did what he was asked to do change the yeah. drummer out and it wouldn't be the same well i don't know if peter best would agree with that but that's i don't think so <laughs> Peter Best was a pretty good drummer, you really, but he didn't fit mm -mm. 
he didn't fit what the Beatles wanted to do uh, in as far as how they wanted to portray themselves, I don't believe. Speaking of spirituality, yeah, you brought that up. Good. Did you notice who is Judas Iscariot in the new Jesus Christ Superstar? I heard. Alice Cooper. Alice Cooper. And did you know his father was a minister and oh, his yeah. grandfather was a evangelist? Yes. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Week, so. In Detroit, yeah. And, he, and he's, now he says he's come back to his spiritual roots. Yeah, he's come back to, to Jesus. He said yeah. he said it wasn't for Jesus, he'd never stop drinking. Well, that's that's not new, though. That's been since the 80s, a long time. I didn't know that. Yeah, Alice yeah. is... He's a good dude. He's I mean, also he's, very talented. People don't. Oh know my lord! Really, yes, I mean, he's he's, the you know, he was kind of a joke at the time. I mean, he's, he made a joke of himself, you know. But he's a very talented musician. I there was a place we used to go when I was a, a teenager called the Wild Goose. Dex Card from WCFL in Chicago had these teen clubs, and I don't know. You guys may have had them around in this yeah, we area. Had a teen town. We, in I did in, we okay. did in St. Louis. You know, and you go, you go to them, and you get time. to see, you get. To, yeah, sure thing. Anyway, you you see all these groups, mm-hmm. and I showed up one night, paid my fifty cents to get in, and and the people who were playing that night were CTA, who became Chicago, the Ides of March, who did you know Vehicle and L.A. Goodbye and all the great songs, and Jim Peterick, a drummer, ended up going and and joining a group and writing Eye of the Tiger and some other music and stuff. They were very, very popular. And then last but not least, this guy walked on to, up to the microphone and had these ripped-up uh, women's McTaggart. stuff on and, uh, and walked up to the microphone and started singing, I'm 18, and I don't know what I want. And I was hooked. But I like it. Yeah, from the like moment it. I saw Alice Cooper. Oh, Alice Cooper. I mean, Cooper, you know, this was when he was still just doing the real garage band sound. Mm-hmm. The dude was awesome. And you, he was, again, had that it factor. You could not take your eyes off of the guy. I mean, I went to see Prince of Darkness just because he was in the movie. No, oh, yeah. That was a ter- <laughs> terrible, was terrible movie. movie. I know. It, that's why I say that. Yeah. But he was in it. He was he was an icon. Yeah. If you were cool enough to know who Dwight Pry, you know, the whole ballad of Dwight thing. Mm-hmm. You had to be pretty cool back then. No, he was, cool. you know, what was what was the Ethel song? Cool, cool Ethel. I mean, how many people? Yeah, was, how many people sang songs about that stuff? Mm-hmm. Well, I have to say, the last time I have a really funny story. Alice Cooper was here with Rob Zombie. I saw him at that concert. Yeah, I did too. Like I was right up front. Like yeah. And I swear, Alice Cooper split his pants when he bent over. He may have. Um, ma'am, ma'am, um, the first time the boys, you know, they were like. 15 and 13 at the time and that's the first time they ever saw alice cooper and we were just like they loved it though they they loved it they were like oh my gosh this is the stage show this is amazing amazing. i was amazed that he did his whole gig oh yeah he was cutting the guillotine yeah he was was doing all the all the good stuff from Mm -hmm. from the day that shocked everybody you know it's pretty awesome anyway we got saw the murder dolls yeah he is we'll take a break we'll come back and i've eaten at his restaurant in phoenix Great place to go eat if you want to. It's a good place. He's got all kinds of memorabilia as well from Billion Dollar Babies tours. Anyway, uh, if you're hate paying taxes now, you're going to really hate it when you start withdrawing money from your IRA, 401k, or other retirement accounts. You know, required uh, minimum distributions could force you to withdraw money from these accounts whether you want to or not. 
that could uh, trigger an avalanche of taxes and every year could get more and more expensive. David Lucas specializes in strategies that could reduce these taxes, save you thousands of dollars. Of course, he's a published author. He's hosted the David Lucas show right here at 101.1 The Answer. If you saved at least $200,000 for retirement, be one of the first 10 callers to schedule your free review now at 501-653-6690. You want to learn how you could save thousands in taxes on your IRA or 401k, call 501-653-6690. 501-653-6690. All right, we're back. we got time for one more song. I'll let them take us to the... Uh, to the top of the hour for Fox News. Thanks for joining this year, this uh, today on the show, uh, Michael Ship and uh, Mr. Hester, Steve Hester. Thanks so much for coming in today and sharing the time with us and thank you entertaining us with the music. It was great stuff. We'll have you back on again in the future. We'll, uh, we'll have some other people on. That, in that's the always future great as well. when they say yeah. they'll have you back. That is oh, great. absolutely. That means you did really well. All right. Don't forget, God gave you a whole week of life. At least you can do is give him an hour on Sunday. I'll see you on Monday, 2 o'clock here on the Dave Ellswick Show.
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.